Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Good morning, football fans. Coming to you live from the cave. This is Straight Football Talk. I am your host, Teddy the Bear Tate. Alongside of me, Dallas, Big D Duclo. I'm back, baby. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm always here. <laughs> it's always good to have you bright and early, and oh, you know man. your 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 tail's all bushied up, ready to roll. Oh, man, like a like a like a hungry squirrel, man. I'm all over. <laughs> Anyways, um, Big D. We've got more listeners, more well, – our Facebook page has gotten bigger. Let me tell you something. People have heeded my warnings. They know what's coming. About you going to their house? I will. <laughs> Listen, I've already had to show up outside of someone's house once this week. And if you think I won't show up outside your house, you're crazy. I will run up in your pad so fast you won't know what happened. You better start following Straight Football Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and yeah. Instagram. Because I'm oh, telling yeah. you, Ted, I'm losing my patience with these people. I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> And, of course, we want to make sure all, um, we let all of our new listeners know um, that this show is a non-biased, no BS filter. If you guys don't know what BS stands for, look it up. We're not going to tell you. Uh, we do not sugarcoat our opinions, but we don't allow any profanity on here. Yep. Um, and we also want our people to be a part of the conversation. We want you to hear from you guys. We want you to comment on our Facebook page or Twitter or call at 718-508-9883. We've got a lot of people um, – Talking to us over the uh, over Facebook, messaging us, commenting, asking us fantasy football advice. We want to hear from you guys. We love hearing from you. Um, it's not just about what the experts think. You know, you know, we have opinions too. You guys have your own opinions. We want to hear it. Listen, Colin Coward, I want you. I want you today. <laughs> I'm sick of you dodging me on Twitter, and I'm sick of you dodging me on Facebook. You're always on Facebook, running your mouth. Bring it. Let's go. <laughs> you always, you always, you're always talking. Always talking about the Cowboys. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sit down somewhere, be quiet. And of course, we before we get started, Big D, we want to thank everybody for the love and support that they give us, um, coming on here, following us, you know, commenting. We we love hearing from and you. You know guys. what, Ted? Yes, Ted, sir. This is this is a perfect opportunity for me to bring this up. What? What is wrong with people not tuning in to listen to you talk to Gary Barnett? I, I mean, know. What's up with that? I know Gary Barnett. Gary Barnett. That was a huge barnyard dog. Yeah. I even asked him what he wanted me to, to I, call him. Yeah. And. I was hoping he was going to tell me Barnyard Dog. I was kind of hoping. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Anyways, we also want to give credit to NFL.com for the insight and information we use from there. Um, all their media outlets, your reporters, they do a great job. We use that website on top of it, so that's why we use that website. I'm better than you, Mitch. Just know that. <laughs> so it looks like we have our first caller. You want to go ahead and answer? I will answer it. Caller, this is Teddy the Bear Tate and Dallas Big D Duke. How are we doing this morning? Doing good this morning. How are you doing? Doing great. Is this Juwan Lewis? Yes, it is. Awesome. Right. Glad to have you on, man. Right off the bat. Yeah. You have to wait. This guy's on top of the I like this on. guy. So, Mr. Lewis, do you want me to call you Mr. Lewis or is Juwan better? Uh, either is fine. Okay. <clears throat> so, you ready to get started then? Yes, sir. Awesome. Good. So, I know um, coming out of high school, you were a three-sport athlete. 
the football, track, swim. Obviously, football is going to help you make a football career. I mean, that's that's a given, right? But yeah. <laughs> can you tell us how you think the other sports, track and swimming, um, helped you on your football journey? I mean, you know, there's certain things. Uh, my wife was a swimmer in high school, and I tell you what, you got to have a lot of endurance in that sport. That's a, that's a that's an intense sport. Yeah, absolutely. So I have this funny story behind me swimming, actually, and then I'll get into track because I've ran track pretty much um, since I I've ran track as long as I've been playing football. Um, um, but so I'm in my senior year. I'm like I'm not playing basketball this year because actually it's my junior year. I'm not playing basketball because it's you know what's the point. Um, I've had my fun with basketball, but I'm 5'11". Everyone else is 6'5". There's no point. So yeah. I was just going to focus more on, you know, staying in football shape, doing the necessaries, possibly run indoor, you know, to get ready for outdoor. Um, and then we're at a family friend's house. I think uh, one of the uh, board members um, – we were at one of the board members' houses of the school system, my dad and I, and um, my dad just randomly says, oh, yeah, I signed you up for uh, swimming. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I signed you up for swimming. It's going to be good for you. You know, you'll be able to stretch out a little bit, you know, keep you in shape for track and uh, going into football uh, next season. I was mm-hmm. mad. I was so mad. But – I thanked him so much after uh, – I thanked him so much after swimming because it helped me tremendously. It helped me. Everything he said it would help me with, it helped me. Um, it helped me with, you know, expanding my body out because I was still growing. I was still bulking up. It helped me expand my body out. It helped me with recovery. You know, I, you know where my – you know, you have that two to three minute rest. It took me probably a minute to a minute and thirty to be fully recovered. You know, um, it just helped me tone out. It helped me tone out tremendously because I was still somewhat doing football workouts with him while I was swimming, and it helped me tone out tremendously. So he was a big influence, and it, I mean, it just it made me love appreciate the water a lot more. And he could tell that I enjoy swimming, so. Um, I have all to thank, you know, him for that, you know. Um, you might hear me talk about my um, my dad a lot because he was, you know, he was one of the biggest influences on the reason why, you know, I play football today. Um, I'm actually in Atlanta right now to uh, oh, wow. work out for the, Edmonton, uh, for the Edmonton Eskimos. And the funny thing is I'll be working out where he used to play uh, high school football at. He was this high school phenomena. Um, in a in a state of uh, Georgia, and was highly recruited. Mm-hmm. Went to play for Georgia Tech and Kansas State later on. But um, he he kind of set the the expectations that I you know I accepted the challenge and wanted to fulfill them. And he helped me along the way. He paved the way. He gave me you know the necessaries in order to be a complete football player. Now he didn't make me go out there and do it. You know um he told me this is what you need to do now either you 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 have a choice either you want to be great 
or you want to be average. And I, I, I took, you know, that second door. So he's he was a big influence, you know. Also at other, you know, I, I was at one point living with uh, some other, uh, three other bro- other brothers as well, um, Anel, Jason, and Rolando. And Anel, uh, he was uh, he was the one who actually wanted to stay out and do the extra because he wanted to get better as well. So in a sense, we were making each other better along the way, but then he saw that I was a prodigy coming up. So he, I was more so, uh, I was more so his project a little bit too. Everyone helped, you know, pretty much my ability. Rolando was the tough love. Jason, he made sure that, you know, my academics was still in order. And, um, of course, uh, I have the pleasure of having, Three moms. I have a, um, a stepmother that I like to call my mother. I have a biological mother that I love to death, and I have a mother-in-law that is my mother as well because I am married. Um, my wife is actually running in a race today, too, in uh, Chicago in a marathon. But um, Oh, wow. I've had, you know, I've had tremendous, a lot of, I've had a lot of help all through the years. Um of, sure. Uh, coming up, even even now, you know, being now 24 years old, um, um, I've had I've had a great support system. Um, I had to move. I moved with my dad young. Um, my mom had to help take care of my grandmother because she had a lot of um, illnesses. And you know, rest in peace to her. My uh, stepmother actually took over uh, being my mom, as my mom, my biological mother is you know two hours away and being a mom through the phone. My mom, my stepmother actually became my mother role, and um, she helped me, you know, with my self-esteem as far as me realizing that I can do it. And, you know, I'm big on family. When I was living with my biological mother, um, we were really big on family, and she could see that. So when I moved with my dad, she didn't miss a beat. She, I would my second family, that became my family as well. So I'm very, I have a huge family. Even when I got married and moved um, later on, now, you know, staying in Columbus, Ohio with my uh, my wife, uh, their family accepted me. So I have, no matter where I go, no matter which state, I have a lot of family. I have a lot of family here in Atlanta. You know, they helped me realize, you know, going into this workout today, it's like, you just got to have fun. You gotta have fun. I know I veered off from the question, but um, no, that's okay. You gotta have that's all right. You gotta have when you when you doing this uh, when you doing this sport, man. You gotta have fun because you're gonna you're gonna hit a lot of roadblocks along the way, and this has been a very big uphill battle, and we're almost to the top of that hill. But you never know; we might be at the top of the hill today. But uh, yeah, you gotta have fun, just like how. I started to have fun swimming and how I had fun running track. You know, track helped me keep my speed, if not gain more speed that I didn't know I had. It helped me peak in ways that I didn't know I could peak with speed that it helped, that would transition into football. It'd be times we were doing summer workouts, and I would still feel the mental, the muscle memory of a track form as I'm running the football and staying low and, and you know, with momentum because I've been labeled as a power back, so I will momentum through a lot of this stuff. Um, so those two sports helped me tremendously, you know, with uh, how I run now. 
Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people wouldn't, you know, quite understand uh, how swimming would come into play there. But like I said, the endurance and the cardio and, you know, everything like that. And then, of course, obviously, yeah, and I mean, with track, you know, keeping your your, um, uh, form and, you know, keeping that speed up and you're keep, you know, staying in shape. Um, yeah. You know, that that's crucial. Yeah. I've even tried to, uh, I have an older sister, Jade. Um, it was at one point yeah. where I was trying to talk her into doing track because quiet as a cat, man, when I was younger, like, she would beat, I would try to, like, come on, Jade, let's race. She would beat <laughs> me because she was so long-legged. And then oh, yeah. I went through, I got my athletic ability, and she still had it, but she tried to run. She was like, no, nah, you know what, I'm just, I would just rather enjoy watching you run. Um, my Even my older brother, Jacoby, uh, he he was athletic too, but, you know, he, he decided to be more of a musician and, you know, who, who, who am I to stop his dreams? But he, I think I uh, got... Other than my other three uh, brothers, I got a lot of my aggressiveness on the field from my brother Jacoby because he always wanted to wrestle. And then when I moved oh, with Anel, Jason Rondo, they wanted to wrestle even more. So I got a lot of my physicality and stuff from them. Um, mm-hmm. And even my oldest brother, Jaboris, you know, he everybody wants to wrestle me. But uh, the one who's on the up and coming is my youngest brother, uh, Kari Wilcox, who's playing at Mount Union. Uh, university now, uh, he's. I feel like he's a, he's a younger me. You know, uh, might not have the same athletic abilities, but shows the potential to be great. You know, but they all, we all have. We I came from an athletic family, of course. Absolutely, and you know, it's great that you have that sort of support system. I mean, that not only it's not just you know some people it's just that one person. You know, their dad, their mom, their grandma that they dedicate their football career to. Really, you can dedicate your whole career to your entire family, and then, you know, like you said, your uh, in-laws as well, you know? That's just fantastic. Um, um, my, yeah, my in-laws yeah. Have, have been a big support. You know, they, mm-hmm. you know, my wife, my wife has been uh, a big support since I was in college, since we met in college. Um, yeah. She would hesitate to tell me that I, <laughs> which I love about her, she will, like, yeah, I, you know, it's great you did this and this. She'll highlight what I did, but she'll also make me, hey, you got to remember, though, you did this and this and this wrong. She stopped. She makes sure I'm not big at it at all times, and I love that about her. Um, she is my biggest supporter, but she will she will not hesitate to let me know, like, hey, you got to remember, you need to get better at this, this, and this. And every, so, every you need someone like that in your life, period. You need someone Absolutely. like that in your life, period. She will come to me um, and console me when she feels like, "Hey, do I need to get better at this, this, and this?" You know, it's it's the it's the biggest, it's the best team you can have. Period. It's the best couple you can have. Period. You know, so that's one of the many qualities that she has, and that I, you know, I love about her. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, everybody's got to have that one person to keep them honest. I mean. You know, Big D and myself, we keep each other honest, don't we, Big D? That's what we do. <laughs> Big D, you said you had a question for yeah. Juwan, Juwan, you're, uh, you're what we'd classify, well, you said it already, but you're what we'd classify as a power back. Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of a large, uh, kind of a lost start now uh, in, in the realm of running backs. You know, 
uh, in, in the NFL now, it's all they always talk about speed. Now you've got some guys, you know, who can run over people. Most of the time, though, you're, you're running around people, it seems. Uh, how do you think that your game would translate to the NFL? Because personally, I think the NFL is lacking in the power back department. I'm actually quite surprised that you haven't mm-hmm. picked up for, for power running game. There's a yep. lot of teams uh, that have offensive lines in the NFL that favor a power running style. So tell us a little bit about what do you think you bring to one of these teams? Well, I want to uh, uh, start to answer that question by, you know, Every NFL team has a method to their madness, you know, and you got to understand the ways, you know, of people getting picked up. You know, I just came – I'm out of the 2017 draft class. So, you got the first wave of the guys who are the vets and the minicamp invites and, you know, those higher-end drafted grade, graded guys. And then you have those second-wave guys who came from smaller schools and – um, we still manage to get a draft grade higher, you know, than a lot of those bigger school, bigger name schools and stuff. And um, right. I was one of those guys who still, even though transferred from a D1 down to a D2, still managed to get dra- a draft grade. Um, and yeah. it was very, it was still very high. But um, as far as playing, being that power back role for a team, you know. You can use me down on the goal line. You can use me down on the third, you know, in the third down situation where you want to get those extra yards. You can use me for every down. Um, the thing about me is, yes, I'm a power back, but I'm a power back with speed, you know. Now, the um, some everyone has their own 40, 40 time on me. I went because um, I, I didn't run the best 40 at my pro day, unfortunately, but – when I had to do a workout for the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, a while back, I had a sore hamstring that, I, you know, I was coming in on a sore hamstring. Um, I still managed, I still ran a, a 4 5 that day. And since being with uh, uh, Coach T, you know, this throughout the summer and up to this point now, my uh, 40s dropped even lower than that. So um, we'll see where we're at today. Um, just got to trust the technique and stuff like that. But uh, the speed is there as well as the ability to either run through or run around you. So um, if an NFL, you know, uh, if and when the team gives me a chance or the CFL, um, just know that they're getting the best of both worlds. Now, it is best when you yeah. run north and south, never east and west, you know. Absolutely. Um, and I, you, you, you touched base a little bit. Um, going from a D1 school to a D2 school. You attended both uh, Eastern Michigan University and uh, Ferris State University. Uh, can you tell us why you transferred? Um, uh, the biggest thing was, you know, uh, even the coaches at uh, Eastern had, you know, a method to their madness and stuff. And um, Right. It was uh, a situation where I was in my, you know, my fifth year. Um, yep. And... I had to, you know, I had a, you know, a choice to make where whether am I helping, am I helping the team, or, you know, are they going in a different direction that I'm not sure that my, you know, my style, um, would fit that offense. But um, there was nothing like it was nothing like that. Uh, it was just more so it was something 
that I had to do, you know, what was best for myself and Eastern at the at the time. It was never, it wasn't a disciplinary thing issue. Right. I was right. You know, it was for grades or anything like that because I've always I've kept a three. Uh, I've kept over a three point in college. You know, I graduated and started working on my master's. I was, you know, um, I loved Eastern Michigan to death, and I love, you know, I loved. Uh, Coach Creighton, when he took over, uh, Coach English, um, it was just a matter of they were um, were all in different directions. Once you know the coaching change happened, and you know it was uh, it was a it was a good understanding. You know I love that I love the program tremendously though. You know, but uh, it was just another another opportunity came. I had to make a choice whether I took that opportunity to stay Eastern or leave. You know. It was it was a choice I made, but um, Coach Creighton definitely gave me numerous opportunities, whether it was special teams, and I I had the opportunity that not many people have in college um, that you see uh, was to play two different positions, which which was both running back and fullback. So the opportunities oh, wow. were there. Yeah, the opportunities were always there, Eastern. They were always there, and I got to make a name for myself on special teams as well just to put a hat on someone. And, I, you know, I had opportunity against uh, uh, Florida down um, yep. in I mean, Gator country to actually, have, yeah, to actually have a great return, which later let me um, that in that season be a return man in uh, a game or two for, I guess, I think it was NIU, and I had also had a return against Ohio Dominican, or not Ohio Dominican, uh, Old Dominion. In Virginia, okay. So I had numerous opportunities. It was just I couldn't be dominant in one role or the other because I was playing two different positions. But needless to say, he gave me the opportunities were always there. So I right. uh, applaud Coach Creighton. I applaud them now because Eastern Michigan is better than they've been. You know, when I was transitioning uh, out of Eastern, they actually turned uh, the program around and made a bowl game. And it was never an issue where I didn't buy into the program either. I love whatever a coach asked me, you know, matter, no matter what it may be, I always just did it. I always bought it because I always wanted to win. If they felt that was a – if they felt that was going to help them win, help us win at the end of the day, then I did it at both Ferris State and Eastern Michigan. So – Absolutely. Um, now, let's flash forward here a little bit, uh, Jawan. You went to went to Ferris State, did well there. Uh, like I said, I watched the footage of you uh, playing college ball, and um, you looked good. I mean, you ran your routes right when they were asked you, when they asked you to, uh, for the passing game. Um, you looked good holding the football. You know, you made your cuts. You, you know, if you had a juke, you did it. Um, now, <clears throat> you've had a couple of workouts with NFL teams. Can you tell us what teams were they, and take us through the experience of of the workout itself? Well, um, the only time I got to actually work out for some NFL teams was at the pro day. Um, it was a mm-hmm. it was a good great experience. Um, there were about eighteen NFL teams and um, I think three CFL teams that were there. Um, it was you know it was a great experience. They got to see. That okay, he may be a you know a power back and you know he has some, he has a lot of speed for him to be that size, but he can also catch. You know, coaches want right. to see you be able to 
play more. You know, coaches love diverse um, athletes. Period on the field. So that right. is where I got a lot of my, um, I got a lot of my uh, buzz from is the fact that I can run routes out of the backfield. You know, I was able mm-hmm. to compete at a, um, the regional combine in New Orleans and was able to you know run and catch and. Um, the other the other workouts I've had I've you know worked out for the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers where after the workout, um, which was after you know before, a little bit before the draft, I um, was uh, had the the privilege to be put on their priority prospect board. I also went and worked out um, for the Saskatchewan uh, Rough Riders uh, later in that summer, mm-hmm. where I was. Uh, a noted, you know, participant and, you know, did very well. They called my name. Um, and I also actually competed in the uh, NFL Spring League in uh, Napa, California, mm-hmm. where uh, a couple NFL teams actually got that film. And um, I was at, was with a lot of different NFL and CFL vets and many camp invite guys as well as free agents. So, Wow. Now, did you, were you able to speak – to some of these NFL teams, where, where did they talk to you? And I mean, did, did they tell you how you were doing, or what you needed to work on, or anything like that? Um, uh, there was uh, I didn't really get to personally speak uh, to them personally. Um, one of our coaches, uh, Coach Shea, who was a longtime coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, he evaluated mm-hmm. my film very well, and um, he has a, a good relationship with some of the teams that were looking at me uh, as far as the CFL. And um, the one thing he told me is that he's like, you've mastered your explosion to the hole, but you've also mastered the ability to jump cut out in and out of the hole. You 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 know how to make your own hole. If you feel like there's traffic in one hole, you'll jump cut and in a split second manage to make your own hole as well. And the fact that you can catch out of the backfield is is phenomenal. So... Those he said those are the things I've mastered, but it's you know he says he likes the fact that I have the ability to play fullback, but I'm definitely an NFO CFO running back. Yeah, and I mean those are uh, those are all great things to hear too. I mean, you know I, I have no doubt in my mind, have, uh, you know watching your footage, um, you're gonna make a team. It's just when you know. Um, unfortunately, we just eat, sometimes we've got to wait for the plan, but you know God does have a plan for everybody. So right, right, definitely, definitely. It's just it's a matter of when, and um, my dad always says to just keep your you know tuck your chin and just keep on going. Um, Absolutely, everyone. That this is something I want to accomplish. Is you know a big dream, but you know in the meantime I'm just staying in shape. I'm also working with you know kids, um, in the classroom right now as uh, mm-hmm. at Bexley you know, Middle School. And doing you know after school program with the kids of uh, Whitehall Yearling in Ohio as well, you know just to kind of get just to give back you know um, you got to keep yourself you know you got to keep yourself busy and why not give back to the kids um, while you're doing it and staying in shape you know I was able to see my nephew play last night for the first time and um. I their coach actually at halftime had me talk to their cats, uh, talk to the kids at halftime, and that was it, it put me on the spot. But it was you know it was uh, it was great to let to to put a smile on my uh, my brother's son's face and 
Um, yeah. I got to see, you know, one of my my uncles last night, too, that has been a big inspiration as well, um, uh, Doug Smith, as I've been playing, you know, uh, collegiate football and high school football. And to be able to just, through this this journey, put a smile on everyone's face, um, all my siblings and my parents and family, that's, that's the fuel to keep me going. That's the fuel to keep me going. To have a speed coach that is willing to just always is willing to make help someone get better and, and, and helps him perfect his craft, Coach T, that's the fuel to keep you going. It's just putting a smile on everyone's face. That's the fuel. That's what you take out on the field every day. That's what I took out in the classroom. That's what I took out on the field. And it helps me also gives me an opportunity to even be a great husband or a better husband right now and stuff. And, um, you know, she just enjoys the time. You know, she's just as much as a workout freak as I am. But when we're together, we enjoy, you know, enjoy the time. But, you know, it's just those are the things that I keep in mind. I don't worry about times. I don't worry about how, you know, I already know I'm strong. I already know I'm fast. I just think about the technique and what I've worked for, and I just take that on the field every single day. Right. Um, and I'm, and, and you, you said you were – you guys are living in Columbus, Ohio. It's kind of interesting because we, we're from Ohio. Um, that's where we're at. You know, that's where we're doing this um, broadcast from right now. And um, Awesome. Uh, that's it's about two, two and a half hours away. So, I mean, I I went to Ohio State. So, I mean, I I know exactly where you're talking about and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, glad to have you up here. <laughs> I'm glad. I love I, I, Ohio in a short matter of time after I got done my last season at Fair State when I moved in December. Ohio, Ohio shortly became um, – and shortly is becoming my home. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm still a Michigan guy. I'm still a Michigan guy at heart. Um, but you know, Ohio is becoming my, you know, shortly becoming my home. Yeah, absolutely. Big D, you said you had another question for him. Yeah, you mentioned you got your master's and you're working with young people right now. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm working on, right now, I'm kind of working on my master's. I'm almost done with it. But I'm working on my master's in um, education, subject area curriculum. Um, and yes, I, I, I actually work with kids uh, who, um, have you know some mental disabilities as autism and you know ADHD, but it's it's also working with them because I also I get the best of both worlds. I get to work with kids, um, who right. don't have though you know who got gifted because those regardless if they have those disabilities or not, God gifted them in many different ways because those kids are very smart. Those kids right. are smart like. Something that that took me time as far as like math because I'm not the best guy at math. Those kids are smart, man. They they have a natural smart gene and it's and it's great. But I also get the the opportunity to work with kids who come from you know different households, um, and just for a couple hours during the day, we get to give them a, a safety net, you know. We give them the opportunity to just be able to just be themselves and get their hair, take their hair down, and it's it's awesome being able to give back to kids because at one point I was that kid. Um, I came from a privileged home, so I can't say I grew up rough. You know, I had to overcome obstacles like anybody else, 
But, you know, right. some of these kids, man, you don't know what they're going through outside those school doors, uh, off the field. You don't know what they're going through at home. So we try to give them the best experience when we can during the day. That way they're going home in great spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I actually got my master's last year, mm-hmm. and it's it's a heck of a process. So I can relate to that in a big way because I have my master's, and it's it's not a it's not an easy task. <laughs> it's a lot to deal with. Right. It's a lot to juggle. You gotta you gotta really have a passion for it mm-hmm. because there's a lot of work that goes into it. It's just like it, you know, it's it, in a way it's. It's just like anything else you do that you really want to do. You either go all out or no. you, you don't make it. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, it doesn't matter what you're getting your master's in. It's, those programs are incredibly rigorous. Yes. Definitely, definitely. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's coming along. It's coming away. It's coming along, and I'm glad I actually picked that um, as a master's. But I don't want to cut the interview short. Uh, we actually have to yeah. start making our way to the uh, workout facility now. Um, yeah. It was an honor and privilege to be in your show. Um, I can't wait to to listen to it. Um, um, I just, like I said, I want to thank you all for even having me on this show this morning. Hey, listen, Jawan, we appreciate you having you. And uh, I don't think the, I don't know if the audience catched or not. Who are you working out with today? <clears throat> I'll be working out for the uh, Edmonton Eskimos uh, today. Okay. Well, good luck and, and listen, when you make a team, we wanna we wanna exclusive and talk to you firsthand, man. Uh you have you have you got my you have my, my word that I'll be doing another interview with you again once I make this team. All right. Awesome. That's what we like to hear. Take care, Joan. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Kind of kind of Listen, guys, that was Jawan Lewis. Appreciated having him come on the show, taking time out of his day. Obviously a busy man. Got to work out today down in Atlanta, right? He's a very busy man. <clears throat> but, Ted, yes. it's time. Yeah, we got to get going on our show now. It's, it's time. Now, <clears throat> before um, we get to the the fantasy football question. Actually, no, you know what? We got some fantasy football questions. Let's, let's get some fantasy football let's, questions. Let's, 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 yeah. give, let's get back to the people, buddy. So. Heathrow has asked, help fantasy wizards. Or wizards now. Oh, the wizards. You're oh, a wow. wizard. You're a wizard, Dallas. Oh, well, you know, I tried. <laughs> so it's Jaquiz Rogers or Chris Thompson. Thompson. Mm, that's a tough choice. I mean, do you have any other running backs? Um, I mean, Jaquiz is the number one guy right now. Yeah, in Tampa. And, and I heard that Rob Kelly is healthy today for the Redskins. Yeah, so. Rob Kelly's healthy. Um, he's expected to play as far as I know. But, uh, you know, Jaquiz mm-hmm. actually might have some upside. Uh, he got uh, – he, he had, I think, 16 carries for 67 yards last week. I think mm-hmm. he had a touchdown. Yeah, I, personally, I think I'm going to go with Jaquiz. Um, um, PBR wide receiver spot, Des Bryant, J.J. Nelson, or Jermaine Curse. Oh, that's a oh, tough one. That's another good one. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I got to – You know what, Ted? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Right now? You go with the guy that's got the hot hand, it's J.J. Nelson. He's yep. the favorite target of Carson Palmer. He's going up against yep. a weak secondary in the Cowboys. They yep. just got absolutely demolished by Denver. I mean, they got lit up. Every receiver for the Broncos just had their way with them. Right. Uh, you've got Larry Fitzgerald, who will probably get the most get attention. He was going to get the most attention today from the defense. So, yep. J.J. Nelson is going to get the touches. 
I'm not going to trust Jermaine Curse because yeah. he plays with the Jets. Right. And the Jets don't score points. They also don't win football games. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> the Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, J.J. Nelson, in this case, has got the most outside. Don't trust Des Bryant because Des Bryant is going up against a stiff secondary. Uh, I, I mean, for your PPR league wide receiver spot, J.J. Nelson. Yeah, I like I like I like Big D, the, uh, I like Big D's answer here uh, with JJ Nelson. I think what I'm thinking with Dez is that it's Dez Bryant. He's the number one guy. He's going to get some touches. So I expect Dez Bryant to get points. It's just will he get more than um, uh, Nelson, and will Larry Fitzgerald attract enough attention to give Nelson? Uh, I think I think Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> is going to attract more attention from that from that secondary. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I'd be surprised if the Cowboys secondary could even stop him. Either. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but J.J. Nelson has been a proven favored target for Carson Palmer. Uh, he just had another great game last week. Uh, yeah. He's played great even when they've struggled. So I look for Carson Palmer to rely on J.J. Nelson now that uh, Brown is out, now that Johnson's out. Right. He's become a favored target not only in the passing game, but also Ted. Yeah. He's been getting some passes on the back. It's, it's true. It's very true. Um so thank you for the uh, the question he threw. Again, guys, like, share, comment the video. Get on there. Get on Twitter. If we're we're, got we're everywhere. Questions, we will do our best to answer. Yes. Absolutely. Give me give me that buzz. We got the NFL buzz. buzz right now, guys, because we we don't have any more questions at this time. <clears throat> when we do get them, though, we're gonna answer them. So we're gonna move on to the NFL buzz. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Baltimore Ravens kick off the London series game today at 9:30 Eastern Standard Time. They've already started. Yeah, they started. Yeah, um, uh, you know that actually should be a good game today. Yeah, um, it should. I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention with the the, the London series, it's an international football game, right? Yeah, and you know, um, Ted, we might have. I, might exactly. Have actually, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm getting to. Somebody, huh? Not even just one person now. I talked to another guy yesterday. Anyways, guys, sorry. Very exciting stuff. We um we are. Straight football talk is going international as well. Very exciting. Um, I'm talking with uh, a guy uh, from England, and I am uh, just got done talking with a guy uh, that lives in Sydney, Australia, yesterday. Um, and the guy from Sydney, Australia, was telling me how they love watching our podcast because they don't have this luxury of listening to um, all of these um, news stations and media outlets that we have here. Um, they love the NFL. They love uh, professional baseball. They love the NBA, um, but they don't have that luxury of listening to all the people we listen to. So they rely on uh, people like us with a podcast or radio broadcast um, to give them the information. So they tune in um, all the way from Australia, Big D. Yeah, yeah. And um, listen to what we have to say. And get, let me tell you what, guys, more power to them because I'm, I'm the fact that we're international. This makes this makes me happy. Well, you know, not only that, Ted. People tend to forget. <laughs> Uh, that the NFL is a multinational organization. Absolutely. We've got players in the NFL from all over the world. Yeah. And they've got fans from all over the world. So it's only a matter of time, Ted. Yeah. Before we start getting some of those guys. Yeah. And um, the the man from um, the U.K., yeah, has agreed to come yeah, on the show, and he's trying to get on the NFL team, isn't he? No, he's what he's trying to do is actually make it um, make a uh, on a D one. Scholarship for uh, oh that's right that's uh, right scholarship university his favorite university that he wants or the university he wants to go to is Oregon so he wants to be a duck 
Well, you know, Oregon, though, does also have a rich tradition. I don't know if you know this, but they have a rich tradition of recruiting out of the country. Yeah. And they've, makes, they've recruited uh, rugby players. Yeah. And it makes, it makes a ton of sense. And a couple um, of the guys from uh, their secondary a couple of years ago played a couple of rugby mm-hmm. teams over there in Australia. Yeah. And, um, uh, and New Zealand. They had a player from New Zealand a couple of years ago. And that's, and that's and you know what? It, may, it may be called American football, but a lot of people around the globe love it. So Yeah, they do. Anyways, Jacksonville. Baltimore, London at Wembley, 930. Now. It's on now, yeah. <laughs> now. Moving on. Lions head coach Jim Caldwell has signed a multi-year contract extension with the Detroit Lions. Caldwell's uh, original contract was set to expire after the season. Caldwell will be with the uh, Lions, or has been with the Lions since 2014. Yeah. and has uh, a record of 29 and 21. Uh, that's up to this point, right, for, uh, from last week. Yeah. yeah. Um, of this season. So, while under command uh, of, Jim, of Jim Caldwell, the Lions have made two playoff games or playoff appearances um, out of the three years he's been the head coach. That's pretty good. Um, the most by a Lions head coach since Bobby Ross back in 1999. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. And, and you know, the thing is, Ted, yeah. this, this is coming off on the heels of that big contract that Matt Stafford signed yeah. with the Lions. So, yeah. it's clear that the Lions an organization that have been in flux for years. Yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is an organization that's seen a tremendous amount of turnover. Just over oh, yeah. 10, 15 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they basically, you know, allowed franchise players to walk. Yep. Uh, they, they've well, squandered the, draft you picks remember, they've had. You them. remember when they went 0-16? And, 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 of course, they went 0-16. <laughs> uh, so this is, a, this is another clear message by the Lions organization. That they are moving towards stability now. That stability. They are, they are, they are looking for commitment out of their players. Yeah. And yeah. I got to say, you know, I was a little bit, I was a little bit critical of the Lions after the Stafford contract. Mm-hmm. I realize it's Matthew Stafford. The quarterbacks are making right. that kind of money right now. But mm-hmm. this is another clear message that we are going to stick with this, and we're just going, we're going to make it work. Yeah, and I mean, and again. Two playoff appearances in three years is good. That's a good yeah, sign. They're, they're, yeah, the right they're, they're heading in the right direction. I mean, you know, after going 0 and 16, you know, I think what they went nine and seven last year. They go nine and seven, right? I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I can't. I, I'll pop my head. But 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 they were in. They were in contention to win the division. Yes, they were. Uh, slipped up at the end. Yes. And right now, I have to say, I mean, the way they've been playing, they, yeah. they look like strong favorites. Well, they're two and zero, and you know, that's 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 very crucial. Starting out strong. Um, you know, talking about teams going 0-2 and, and how hard oh, it is. 0-2 oh and, and possibly 0-3 oh today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, going, you know, trying to make playoffs. But how much favorable is it if you're 2-0 oh, oh, trying yeah. to make playoffs, yeah. right? So, I mean, very crucial. Now, ready for this. As of right now, Cam Newton, that's right, Super Cam, quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, is not the wing, winningest quarterback in Carolina Panthers history yet. If he, if he secures a win today, he will be. He will, he will be the winningest quarterback. Are we going to make obscure references now? What quarterback will Cam Newton surpass if he wins today? It's Jake Galone. It's Jake Galone. It's Jake the Snake. And both of them have 53 wins. You know, it's Jake the Snake. And actually, you know, when Jake played, I actually liked Jake. You know, and I read a um, little snippet. I, I didn't get the quote, but pretty much saying they – when I was there winning for Carolina, with Carolina, I had pieces around me to help me. Yeah. They built pieces around Cam to help Cam, but they, you know, 
he he's the focal point of that offense. He said you know, Jake that said Jake, that he wasn't. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny that Jake said that because he had a tremendous running game to help him mm-hmm. out, but. You know what he didn't have? What? The offensive line was kind of atrocious when he played. What do you got to do, Big D? You got to pay the big boys, the big bucks. And honestly, that's the next thing on the Carolina Panthers list that they're smart. Yeah. Big boys, big bucks. Yeah. They did on the defense. Their defense doesn't look too bad. Their defense doesn't look good. That offensive line still seems a little shaky to me. Now, before we get to our game predictions, guys, we got to go to commercial break. Time to take commercial break. Totally driven. Has a new, a proud, new sponsor. Yeah, we're very excited about this. He's funny. He's wacky. He's crazy. And he's totally driven. Please check out ChrisFraleyPresents.com. Go ahead, Big D. I'm Black Man, saving man's eyes, one stereotype at a time. To the Black Mobile. To the corner of Martin Luther King Street and Malcolm X Boulevard, pronto. Will black men make it to the crime on time? Or will he be on CPT? Stay tuned at ChrisFairlyPresents.com. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... $5 $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause. www.caseyscause.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, 
trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. We are back, guys. Glad to take a commercial break there. Keep Facebook up to date. Now, Big D, we've got game predictions now. Game prediction time. And you know what, Ted? I've been dominating this. <laughs> you have been winning. Guys, guys if, uh, if you didn't catch awesome Austin Thomas's predictions, don't you worry, because I've got them. Got I've got them all. Yep. I've got them all, and they've not been forged or fabricated in any way. So, Austin, you will have to be responsible for your picks, because I watched your video three times. <laughs> you right. I'm on to you. So, so let's get right into it, Ted. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch the games out there right now. Well, we got Jacksonville, Baltimore playing. We need to get that going. I got Baltimore. You got Baltimore. Yeah. Ted's got Baltimore. I had that picked last week. <laughs> Austin has got Baltimore. Dallas is also gonna pick Baltimore. Guys, I don't know if you've noticed it, mm-hmm. but Baltimore Ravens defense is just playing at another level. Right they're now. the number one defense they're, right now. They're, they're playing at another level. Forcing turnovers. Yes. Uh, sacking the quarterback. Can I take one out of your playbook real quick? Ken, do it. You know, when Blake Bortles is your quarterback, you know what you do. You lose football games <laughs> and you throw interceptions. And, guys, that brings me to another point. This is a great segue into this. If you have Blake Bortles as your quarterback today, uh-huh. you don't play Blake Bortles. No. You sit Blake Bortles. Yes. You play any other quarterback but him unless he plays for the Jets. Then you sit him, too, and you go get a free agent quarterback. <laughs> Then you, right. then you try to figure out what you where you went wrong. Yeah, you, you try to figure out why you drafted Blake Bortles. All right. Next game. Buffalo-Denver, baby. Um, this one's pretty easy. Uh, it's got to be Denver. Uh, last two weeks I have picked against Denver. I am not afraid to admit that. But Trevor Simeon is playing out of his mind, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. This, this team needed a franchise quarterback. That's all they needed to be playoff contenders, Super Bowl contenders. This defense was ready to rock. They needed a quarterback to get them there. Trevor Simeon's looking like that guy. Well, I'm not ready to drink the Trevor Simeon Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. I'm sipping. I'm sipping. But I'm not ready to drink at all. Yeah. Uh, Simeon's been playing fantastic. Yes. But you know who's been playing even better than that? That offensive line over yeah. in Denver. They've been playing great. C.J. Anderson has, has been getting a lot of touches. Uh, he's been getting a lot of carries. And you know what that does, Ted? What's that? That opens up the passing game so that guys like Trevor Simeon yes. can throw the ball. Yes. And very crucial. Those big bucks. <laughs> some of that. Some of that, huh? Some big bucks. Some big bucks. I'm also picking the Denver Broncos mainly because, Ted, the Bills have just been playing terrible on offense. Well, and not, their defense is good, but, you know, Shady McCoy is all you can say for their offense right well, now. Well, once they shut down that running game today, and it will happen. Yep. That's that's one of the things that hurts me this week, Ted. Yeah, you got Shady in there. Oh no, I took him out. I can't play him against <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You don't want to hurt him. I don't want to hurt him. Uh, next up on the list. Next up on our list. Ted, yes. We've got Pittsburgh, Chicago, Ted. <laughs> I know historically, um, Pittsburgh does not play well against Chicago. Uh, it's like a 16-game stretch, and I think we've lost 14 out of the 16. 
but not so fast. Not so that, fast that's not happening today. The Pittsburgh offense is going to overpower uh, the Chicago Bears. This this is a very nasty offense. This uh, defense is young. It's good. Where the Bears offense is kind of mediocre. Yeah. So, yeah. Got to go with the Steelers here. Uh, you know, Austin mentioned this in his video. Austin, you're going to get hit with a zinger. Because, Austin, you said something that I really didn't like. You said – the popular upset pick is the Chicago Bears. I don't care what's popular. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The, the Steelers are winning this football game, and there's yeah. two reasons why they're going to win this football game. Number one, Mike Glennon is the Bears quarterback. <laughs> all right. Number two, Big Ben is not the Bears quarterback. Right. That's right. all you need to know. The Steelers are winning this game today. Absolutely. Now, I don't care what streak you got going this is not the same Bears team that's been beating them over they, – they do not have right leadership in that locker room right now. Yep. Next up, Ted, Uh-oh. we've got the Lions and the Falcons and what looks to be a very exciting game, Ted. I think this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be very exciting. You need to do me a favor. You need to tell me who Austin picked because I have a feeling we've Austin been picked, picked the, the Lions. He picked Team Stafford, Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, have, I, I actually got to go with – um, awesome, awesome on this one as well because you ready? What you ready for my prediction? You ready for me? Ready. me talk? I'm ready. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, yes, um, it's at it's at uh, Four Field. It's up in Detroit. Um, the Lions, I, in my opinion, have more uh, receiving threats than what the Falcons do. Yes, Julio Jones is a great wide receiver, um, but it's then Muhammad Sanu behind him and Taylor Gabriel. They're kind of good, right? But the Lions have Marvin Jones, who's playing well. Golden Tate, who's playing well. Then you go to the rookie, Kenny Galladay, who's been playing well. Um, not to mention, this Detroit Lions defense looks a little, a little better than what we've seen recently. You know, I'm going with the Lions, and I'm, I'm not going with the Lions because of any of the reasons you just mentioned. I'm going with the Lions because the Atlanta Falcons defense has been subpar this year. We're talking about a defense that harassed quarterbacks last year, shut down the run. Mm-hmm. Where's it been? They allowed – first off, they struggled against the Bears. Yeah. They, they, I mean, yes, they only allowed 17 points, but the Bears really shouldn't have scored any points in that game. Well, that, they they the kept it close. Uh, they kept it close the entire game. And the Falcons, they're just, they're just not – they don't have the spark they had last year. Their defense isn't playing as hungry mm-hmm. as they played last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not pinning their ears back and going after the quarterback. Matthew Stafford is going to throw the ball all day long. He's going to throw for 400-some-odd yards probably well, today. And something to be said about that is Matt Stafford is very hot. Matt, Matt, Matt is on fire right now. If he's in your fantasy league, you are eating, and you are eating a lot today. Yeah. Uh, because Matt is going to throw all day long. He's Unless, hungry. Yeah, he is hungry. He's going to get fed today. Uh, I'm going with the Lions. Next up, Ted, we've got the battle of, of the two bats. teams that have not been able to win a game yet, Ted. Uh, awesome Austin picked the Browns for the Browns versus the Colts. Really? He did. Wow. I got the Browns as well. And you know what? I I am going to follow suit. I am going with the Browns. And I'm not going to go with the Browns because of what Austin said. Austin made a good point. He's, he thinks that Hugh Jackson uh, yeah. is a better coach than Chuck Pagano right okay. now. I don't think it's got anything to do with the coaching. I think that Sean Kaiser has been surpassing expectations. Yep. Uh, but honestly, the offense for the Colts has been atrocious. And if you look at the way the Browns' defense has played, they played pretty good. They played well. Uh, and they played stiff competition. Um, um, I think the Colts just – they don't. not only do they not have the offense yet, right. they don't have the defense. Well, I think, you know, once Jacoby uh, Brissett went in, it gave them more hope for the Colts. I think – 
obviously Scott Tolzine's not going to be the guy. Uh, he had an abysmal week one. Yeah, he's he's finished. Yeah, he's definitely a backup for life. But maybe I think even, I think I think Jacoby Percet brings some life into this Indianapolis Colts team. But the run game hasn't been that great either. We got to think about Frank and aging Frank Gore. Um, they, they, yeah, and you know when you got T.Y. Hilton as one of your receivers who's not getting the ball as much as they should be. You know, Jack Doyle got a, a bunch of looks, which is good, obviously, for Mr. Doyle. But you need, to get, your, you know, you need to get your special players. Um, <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> you need to get them the ball. You know, you need to try to win football games. Maybe they try to air it out a bit more today. We'll see. But I, I got the Browns. I think you're right about Deshaun Kaiser. I think this defense has looked um, well. Uh, I'm not going to say it's amazing or anything yeah, it's like that. Amazing. But I think it'll hold, it could definitely hold the Colts off. You know, it's looking better. They impressed me when they played the Browns or when they played the Steelers, I should sure. say. Uh, they played pretty well against uh, probably one of the better offenses you're going to see all year. I mean, you're going to see sure. twice. Sure. Um, next up on the list. Don't tell me who Austin picked this time. What is it, though? It's Tampa and Minnesota. It's a tough game. This is a tough game. Because Case Keenum is starting at quarterback today. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why I'm going with Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm not trying to be funny. No, I'm being I, serious. I, I understand. <laughs> no, I understand what you're Um... Case Keenum is undefeated against the Tampa Buccaneers. Very interesting. I don't think that happens. I don't think that streak keeps going. I think Jameis Winston. Yeah, I think Jameis Winston and company brings it today. Um, yes, this Minnesota defense is legit. It is the real deal. It, they play phenomenally. However, you got to be able to score points. I do think though, uh, fantasy football lookout here, guys. Um, Dalvin Cook. They're going to try to use him a lot today. Case Keenum being the quarterback. They're going to try to rely on the rookie running back sensation they have over Minnesota. Ten. Ten. I've got one thing to say. Buccaneers. Yep. Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. Sure. Uh, they had that extra week of rest. Mm-hmm. Look what they did last week. Yeah. Look at them. Look at how they lit up. The, I mean, everybody was talking about, oh, well, they're going to be up against stout defense. It's going to be tough. They went in there, and they just absolutely pummeled mm-hmm. their opponent. And Sam Bradford's down. Uh, Minnesota's offense, you know, I, I'm not convinced that they're that great. Uh, they played the Saints, the Saints. Without defense. Bradford. Without Bradford. Right. Even with Bradford, I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played the Saints. The Saints defense was atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, really, they haven't played anybody, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, defensively to challenge them. Tampa Bay's defense is much improved over last year. Uh, they're going to get – They played the Steelers? Yeah, but it had that it, work out for them. It's not the steel curtain. Yeah, yeah it had that work out for them. But, you know, and, and with that same – talking about the Steelers, guess what um, James Swenson – and company's going to be doing. They're going to be studying that game film and why Big Ben threw all over well, that the and, uh, uh, Vikings. That and I don't believe uh, Minnesota scored too many points in that game. No, they didn't. Uh, so it just brings me back to my point. Their offense just – their defense is great. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota defense is for real. It is tough. Yeah. But their offense is not right. good. Uh, good so offense. Going with the Bucks. Austin went with the Vikings. Okay, good. He believes in Case Keenum. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in Case Keenum. I think Case Keenum. You know what happens when Case when Case Keenum is your quarterback? You throw interceptions, Ken. <laughs> and you know that's bad for morale. Yeah. Next up on the list, we've got the Patriots and the Texans. Ted, this is this is a game that should be interesting because mm-hmm. we've got Deshaun Watson yeah, starting sure. at quarterback. Yeah, that's that's great and all. The Patriots take this. Ted, Ted's going with the Patriots. There's, there's no question in my mind. And, and, I, and I believe it's in Foxborough, too, isn't it? Is it not? Probably. Yeah, I would assume it is. But um, you look what happened week one. That's not going to happen this week. Um, Tom Brady came out week two mad, and he threw all over. And, again, it was a Saints defense, but threw all over him. I would say, however, this uh, Houston defense, watch out if you got a running back that, that's a Patriot. This run defense that they have is phenomenal. 
but Tom Brady's going to throw all over him. I'm going with the Patriots. Actually, I think this is going to be a very close game mm. uh, because the Houston defense has played so well. Uh, and I also think that Deshaun Watson, he's going to make a few plays today. Yeah. Uh, you know, the defense for the Patriots, it's banged up, sure. very banged up. But at the end of the day, it's Bill Belichick. Uh, it's going to be his game plan. He is yeah. going to play a lot of contained defense. Sure. And that is going to be the difference maker. I'm going with the Patriots. Okay. Ted, we got another game right after that. It's it's the Dolphins and the Jets. Okay. Do you want me to kick this one off, too? Ted, Ted you, you, you want to you go ahead and pick? You, I, a, I think I have a feeling I know who you're going to go with here. You, wanna, you just want to say it together? One, two, two three. three Dolphins. Okay. Oh, okay, you were wrong. No. Oh, okay. You're going with the Jets, huh? No, Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, listen. Listen. On this show, it's not that I don't like the Jets. It's that I don't trust the Jets. The Jets are not going to win football games. It's, wait, wait. It's not that we don't like the Jets. I don't think the Jets like the Jets. I don't think the Jets like anybody. Uh, so, Dolphins all the way around. Austin, by the way, he decided not to be a rebel. I told him to just pick the Jets. Yeah. He's, I don't think he wants a, another loss. The Dolphins, I mean, and the Jets just don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. That offense over there. I mean, what offense? They don't have one. Yeah. Uh, Giants. And Eagles, rivalry game, Ted. Yeah, rivalry game. Rivalry. And, but you know what, Ted? Interesting stat. Austin brought this up. Uh, the Giants have not won at Lincoln Field right. since 2013. So it's been so a few years. It's, it's been a while. Uh, um, with that being said, and seeing how um, – I said I was on the, the Mojo show yesterday. Yeah. I called in on that, and I told them um, – because for, for some reason – there was a question of whether who was going to win this game. And when Eli Manning's playing as mediocre as he's playing in this defense. Eli like playing? Yeah. And, and it's at Philly against this Eagles defense. Is that what they call it now? Yeah. So the Philadelphia Eagles are going to take this. Ted, yeah. Ted I, I got to do this. Ted, this happened. Guys, if you don't know what this is, fly, Eagles, fly. I don't think they can hear you on okay. the phone. Guys, listen, listen. Here's what's going to happen. The Eagles are going to win this football game because when Eli Manning is your quarterback, yeah. you throw interceptions and you lose football games. Yeah. And Eli Manning couldn't even beat the Cowboys, and their defense is awful. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen today? You know what, Ted? There's mm-hmm. been talk that today that the Eagles might set the record for sacks in a game. They may set the record for sacks and interceptions. If you're looking for a defense to play this week, really? play the Philadelphia Eagles. On top of that, something else we're not talking about either. The Giants don't have a run game. And no matter how, how you slice it up, when you need to, when you need your passing game to work, you need a run game to help you. You need a run game to complement it, and they don't have one at all right now. It, it's guys, listen. This is honestly, this has the potential to be a runaway game. For the yeah. Giants oh yeah. The Eagles. I, yeah. Honestly, I I think this is. I think we see the Giants go zero and three. Zero and three. Yeah, I agree. You know. Um, Next up on the list, we got the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. Ted, another possible shootout game, but also rivalry game. Absolutely. We got another rivalry game. I love it. Um, I love all the rivals, rivalry games that we get. Um, I got to be honest here. I didn't like what I saw out of the Saints defense last week. Yes, it was Tom Brady. However, Cam Newton has plenty of weapons to throw to. There's no question in my mind right now. Cam Newton and the Panthers are going to take the W today, guys. You there, you there, Big D? Yeah, I just had a, <laughs> I had a lapse there. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going with the Panthers uh, because the Panthers just have the defense. They've yeah. got the defense. Cam Newton's been playing pretty well. Uh, I think I think you're right. It's going to be a shootout. I think it'll be a shootout. Uh, it's a rivalry game. 
Drew Brees, he, he, he plays well in the rivalry games, but uh, Kitty Cat's going to take the win. Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat. Okay. Uh, next up on the list, we got the, the Seahawks and the Titans. The Titans had um, two teams that aren't playing very well right now. And the thing is, too, <clears throat> I've been back and forth on this game uh, quite a game. bit. It is a tough game to call. I know it is at Tennessee. Um, and I and I don't want to go against the Legion of Boom. You know, I think yeah. I think Legion of Boom is a very strong unit, and I think eventually Russell Wilson and, the, and company has to click at some point. But I'm going with the Titans today. You know what, Dad? It's funny you bring that up because I was just about to bring up the fact that this is a game. I think both these teams have to win this game. They do. This is a must-win game. We're Ever early in. We're, well, I mean, we're in an early early but, stages of this yeah. season, and we have two teams that. We have a playoff teams. We have two teams that were playoff teams a season ago, and and now that's like they don't know where they're at. Yeah. I, I mean, the Seahawks scored 12 points yeah. against the Niners. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, the, come ti- away. the Titans, they turned it around against Jacksonville, but they, they looked terrible yeah. against the Raiders. They yeah. looked awful. Uh, so it's a battle of two teams that have proven to be very inconsistent. Yeah, but absolutely. It's a home game. Mariota at home. Yep. Run game. Not not bad for the Titans. I don't think Russell Wilson's got the weapons that he needs to win this game. I, I think you're right. And then I think another thing you need to consider with the Seattle so Seahawks. Home of the Titans. Um something else you need to consider with the Seahawks big D is that O line. The big boys, they need to pay the big bucks. They do and they they you know what? Honestly, the mm-hmm. way that the Seahawks offensive line has played, they don't deserve the big bucks. No, they they've they've looked really bad. And Russell Wilson has been, you know, scrambling around all game. And he probably will be today, even though this Titans defense isn't that great. Well, I don't want to say that they're not that great, but I think they're struggling in yeah. the scheme that they're playing. I I, yeah. I think they need to change it up. I think the Titans are going to – we're going to see some blitz packages today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've been watching the film. They are going to look very <laughs> closely at what San Francisco did. Sure. Uh, and I think they've got better personnel than San Francisco's got. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll work out a lot better. Okay. Uh, we've got Cincinnati and Green Bay. Okay. So we got the Bengals. Um, who Aaron Rodgers plays terrible against, by the way. Uh, at Lambeau. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the Bengals have nope. scored scored how many points in the last two I weeks? Know, right. Right. Nine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got to go with the Packers here, guys. Listen, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> when Andy Dalton is your quarterback. You lose football games. It's not even. It's not even the interception. You, you, you don't. You don't just. You don't just throw interceptions. You don't just fumble. You lose football games. You just lose. Andy Dalton's your quarterback right now. You're gonna have a bad time. Take Andy Dalton out right now. Cut him from your team. Don't ever sign him again. Get somebody else. <laughs> All right. Packers. Gonna take this game. Yeah. There's gonna be some Lambo leaps today. Oh yeah. Uh, the defense for the Cincinnati Bengals is not only banged up. Uh, their together. guys. Their guys in the locker room are furious. At one another, they can't even get on the same page. Well, that and some of them are on suspension as well. We've got we've got suspended players, but we've also got injured players on the Bengals defense. But on top of that, we just had two of their more vocal players in their locker room, who don't even want to be there now. Yeah, um, you know something else to consider too. Jordy Nelson is going to play them today. Yeah, it, it is confirmed. So they're going to have Jordy Nelson. They're going to have Randall Cobb. They're going to have Devontae. They're going to have Bennett. They're going to have Ty Montgomery, Martellus Bennett, Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau. Uh, I know historically. Rodgers hasn't played well against the Bengals. That ain't going to happen today. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw all over this defense. Uh, this this going to be a bad day. It's going to be a cleanup day. Yeah. This, this, 
this be a game I think will be a laugh for my halftime. Yep. <laughs> uh, Kansas City and the Rams, Ted. Mm. Got, or, 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 yeah, got Kansas City and Rams. I know. Is it Rams? No, it's the Chargers. Chargers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) The Rams already played. That's right. The Rams did play. I'm sorry. Kansas City and the Chargers. Two L.A. teams. It's it's tough. I know. I know. You got you confused. They got me confused. Tell who you got. Well, in all honesty, you can't. Just say say it. You can't pick. Just say it. You cannot pick against the Chiefs right now. You got to go Kansas City, guys. Just say it. You know you want to. What? Just say it. What? Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. Kareem Hunt. It's fine. For sure. Listen. Kareem Hunt. That's all you need to know. Uh, the Chargers, <clears throat> we don't know where they're at right now. Uh, they're, they're trying to play comeback kids. It's not working. Right. Um, right. If they fall behind today, it ain't they're, gonna gonna, be they're, they're not only not going to come back, they're going to get blown out. Oh, and I know I know Melvin Gordon has been questionable for today as well, so that doesn't help the Chargers at all, not to mention this Chiefs, de- this Chiefs defense. They're, they're, playing, playing, they're playing out of their mind. Yeah, they're playing very well. They're playing, they're playing above my expectations, that is for sure. Oh, they're, they're Alex phenomenal. Smith. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Ty- Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they're all playing very well on offense. I mean, you can't go against the Chiefs today. Yeah. Oh, anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Washington and the Raiders, which? Sunday night. Sunday night. Tonight. Tonight. And Ted, Ted, it's got another, uh, this is kind of a sneaky shootout. Mm-hmm. This is a sneaky shootout right Sure. Uh, who you got, Ted? Well, this is another game we went back and forth on. It's a tough one. And, you know, I like the I like I think Terrell Pryor has a good game tonight. I really do. I think this Raiders secondary isn't that amazing. And I think Terrell Pryor torches them. But they need a run game. They you know, they're trying to find that run game and it's start possibly clicking with Thompson. Um Kirk Cousins has looked well, not amazing, but well. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders. Raiders they, Guys, they do. At, they, I'm gonna make it very simple for you. All right. I'm gonna tell you something right now. The Raiders' defense has not been playing up to my expectations. However, right. They've got Marshawn Lynch, and he yeah. has played phenomenal since his return. He surpassed expectations. I would say phenomenal. He's played well. Well, well I'm I'm talking in the pass blocking game. He's been yeah. he's been a great pass blocker for Derek Carr. <clears throat> You're not seeing Derek Carr get hit near as much as you saw him get hit last season mm-hmm. already. I mean. He got hit by this point. See, he he got hit a lot last year. Well, and I think something else you needed, like uh, something else that I'm considering too, is who does Derek Carr have to throw to? You've got Amari Cooper. Yeah. You've got Michael Crabtree. Exactly. If you're double covering one, the other one's gonna beat. The, well, and the not just coverage. that. You've got Marshawn Lynch in the in, in the, the run game, game. and yeah. you can pass to Marshawn Lynch. Uh, you know, one of the Marshawn Lynch is a player that you know we call old reliable. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that is going to give you. Solid yards, but he's also going to take pressure off you in the passing game. Absolutely. So, uh, I like this matchup for the Raiders simply because I think they've got the better run game. They're going to have better pass blocking. Mm-hmm. They'll make just enough defensive plays to win this game. Um, yeah, so we're both going Raiders. Raiders. What is, what is awesome? Raiders. Okay. All, everybody's going Raiders. Cowboys versus the Cardinals in the desert, Ted. The desert game. It's a showdown in the desert. It's a showdown. It's a showdown in OK Corral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to go with the Cardinals. Yeah. Ted, Ted's going with the Cardinals. Ted, let me tell you something. I saw the Dallas Cowboys just absolutely embarrass themselves last weekend against the Broncos. Now, sure. I called that game because I know things about knowing things. Um, but, sure, today, yep. 
The Cardinals are going to win this matchup. Could be tomorrow. Or tomorrow, I should say. Yep. The Cardinals will win this matchup sure. uh, this week. Two reasons. Number one, Dak Prescott has struggled immensely when he's been under pressure. Yep. We saw him play probably one of the worst games we've seen him play in. Sure. Uh, last game against Denver. Well, Arizona doesn't have the pass rush that Denver's got. They've got the secondary. Yes. Uh, by leaps and bounds to make plays. I think we're going to see the Cowboys lose this game. I think I think uh, Ezekiel Elliott will have a better game. I agree. But uh, it won't be enough. I think uh, I think Arizona's got more weapons. Sure. I mean, I I, agree. I completely agree with you on that. I think um, Dak Prescott will struggle today. I think the sec, uh, the more uh, tomorrow. Yes. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Yeah, we got to we got to stay correct here. <laughs> um, I think tomorrow Dak Prescott will struggle against this pass defense. I think they're going to be shutting down the receivers. Um, not to mention, like you said, I think Ezekiel has a better game, but I don't think it's an amazing game. And this and this. Is a, and this, uh, these two teams, they have a history of having games that go down to the wire. But, sure. see, the interesting thing about that is the last few times that this, this te- these two teams have gone down to the wire, Arizona has won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I think Carson Palmer's experience is going to pay off leaps and bounds where Dak right. Prescott's inexperience is really going to hurt him. Because Carson Palmer knows he's playing against a secondary that's right. not all there. Well, and, and look at what Trevor did. Well, look, look at what – Right now, you look compare the offenses. Yes, Dak Prescott may be a little bit better, a little more exciting than Carson Palmer, and has more weapons. But he's got to go up against a way, way better defense. Carson way Palmer better. should pick apart this Cowboys defense. Yeah, I would be. I mean, unless the Cowboys can miraculously get some sacks. Yeah. Carson Palmer is going to have a great day. If you need a quarterback this week, you got a bad mm-hmm. matchup. If for some reason you have Blake Bortles, and I don't know why you would, <laughs> go pick up Carson Palmer and play him this week because he should have a good game this week. Sure. Uh, you know, this is the time to start from Larry. That, that's that's all of our games. That's man. all the games that's for this all week. Game. By the way, did you want to know who Austin picked? Uh, sure. Cowboys. Did he really? Yeah, Cowboys. I'm surprised. I'm not. He so, loves that NFC East. Yeah. NFC East match. Um, Fantasy kid. Fantasy, there's really no one's, you know, coming on to well, ask I mean, questions. We've got to do our fantasy, Ted. we still got to do our thing. Let's see. No one's asking any questions. Let's see. Um, yes, the game for the Ravens has already started, but you should have started the Ravens defense. I would say uh, Buck Allen, um, you know, really Mike Wallace probably would have been a um, good pick or a solid start at flight. Yeah. Um, same with Macklin. Um, as far as the Jaguars, I would, you know, Leonard. Probably the only player I would have started was Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, exactly. Everybody else, I would set. Um, Cap, the Browns Colts game. Um, jeez, ah, I you know, I, I like Isaiah Crowell. I like that one. Um, as far as the receivers, I'm not a I'm not a big Browns wide receiver guy right now. Deshaun Kaiser should do all right, you know. But if you got a better option, go with that option. Jacoby uh, Brissett. I would not start him. Uh, Frank Gore, I would not start. Uh, really, I would not start any of these players except for Jack Doyle, in all honesty, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, New York Giants at Philadelphia Eagles, um, pretty much sit everybody. Uh, I mean, maybe Odell Beckham, but if Eli Manning can't get the ball off, guess what? Odell Beckham is not going to get any points. Um, start, guys, um, for the Eagles. Zach Ertz, I've got him starting in one of my uh, draft kings. I do several DraftKings lineups every week. Um, but I would start Zach Ertz. I like that one. Carson Wentz, you know, 
I know I can see why people wouldn't want to start him, but at the same time, it still could be a good matchup for you. The, the Giants are without uh, Janoris Jenkins, their top corner, uh, this week. So, I, again, not a whole lot of starts there either, but, you know, if you if you got a, if you need a wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar uh, should be nice. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey should take up a lot of, <coughs> excuse me, uh, of the Giants' attention. Should get you some points for Aguilar. Okay, guys, Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Um, where we were saying don't start the Jaguars, don't start the Giants, um, start the Miami Dolphins. Jay Cutler, Jay Ajayi, Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Stills, start those guys. Um, Dolphins defense, start them. You're going you're gonna to have a good day today, guys. Um, if you have any Jets players, sit them. Do not, do not try this today. Come on. M- maybe Matt Forte. Maybe. I'm not even buying it. So, next up, we have Denver Broncos at Buffalo Bills. I would be okay with Trevor Simeon starting. Um, Demarius Thomas, yeah, sure. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I do like that as a start. I actually have him starting in one of my um, actual season leagues. Uh, so that would not bother me at all. The Broncos defense, you definitely need to start if you have it. Uh, Bills pretty much sit everybody except for LaShawn McCoy. I would be okay with you guys starting LaShawn McCoy. Um, even Charles Clay would be a, an all right start um, because Tyrod Taylor needs to get the ball to somebody, and Charles Clay seems to be that guy right now. If you're gonna, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if you're going to start anybody from, mm-hmm. the, from the Bills, it's LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. If- Don't start anybody else. Uh, the reason why is because it doesn't matter how stout the defense is. Oh, good, good, good. Keep talking. No, go to your no, – go ahead. Uh, the reason why I would say, you know, go ahead and start LaShawn McCoy uh, is because he is the Bills' offense. Uh, not always the number one guy. Uh, if he doesn't get his touches, he's not um, – the, the Bills aren't going to be doing anything. They're not going to be moving down the field at all. So he's going to get your catches. He's going to get your runs. Uh, so I would say just go ahead, start him. If, if you really don't have any other running backs to play, uh, one thing I am going to say today as far as running backs, if, if, you're, if you're looking for running backs, I'm not starting any Saints running backs today. None. No Saints running backs. Uh, the Saints have no idea what they're doing with the running game. Somebody actually messaged me about this earlier sure. uh, today about Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about Alvin Kamara getting some extra touches in the running game. Yeah, he's actually getting um, a lot more he's getting uh, a lot play, more snap, a lot more playing time. Yeah. Uh, but right now, stay away from the Saints running backs. Unless uh, you have to. Unless you have to. And if you do, it is going to be Kamara to get you the potentially the most points. Yeah. Um, because he's going to get the most touches. But – Right. Stay away from Saints running backs. Right. Uh, Drew Brees like throw it. Don't, don't, don't take that risk. Right. Um, if you're starting anybody from the Saints, it's Michael Thomas. Mm. That's probably it. Gotcha. Uh, you might, you, you might, maybe, you can start Kobe. Uh, well, Drew Brees. Well, wow. you can start Drew any. That's a given. Yeah, but if you're if you're playing outside of the quarterback position, you need somebody to start. Honestly, today against Carolina, I don't even know if I would start Drew Brees. I, I honestly don't know. Um, kind of their secondary isn't that great. I, I like the Michael Thomas pick you pick. I, I do one. like Michael Thomas though. That's a good one. Um, I don't I don't uh, really care for the Kobe Flaner. That's kind of me. It's so shaky. Kobe Kobe has just been a fantasy letdown many times. Well, 
actually here this year, he's actually been pretty solid for everybody. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I've heard people say that, but you know, I'm still not buying it. You're not buying into it yet. Buying it. Um, You're not buying. Guys, guys to look out for today also in matchups. Uh, keep a close eye on Chris Carson. Hold on, from the Seattle Seahawks. Um, sure. I mean, I I can buy that. Uh, let's. We just talked about the Saints Panthers. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Chicago. Um, start Big Ben. Start Big Ben. Start Le'Veon Bell. Start Martavis Bryant. Ben, can, can, can I just save some time? Everybody. If you have anybody on the Steelers offense, start them. Start them. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they play offensive line. Just start them. Gotcha. Um, and then if you're a Bills fan. You don't start anybody. Or if you're a Bears fan. Uh, or Bears, yes, not Bills. Um, well, well, maybe Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen is who I was going to say. Um, I've actually got him starting in one of my other, because, again, I do several draft teams. Let me tell you who you don't uh, start, though, Chad. You don't start Mike Glennon. No. Um, but on uh, draft teams, I do several every week. Uh, and one of them, my flex, is Terry Cohen. I think he has a good game today. I really do. You know, he's been great in the special teams, too. Like, mm-hmm. like that kid. Good, good, good kid. Falcons and Detroit. Uh, this is going to be start both quarterbacks. Absolutely. Uh, if you have Matt Ryan or you have, uh, you have Matthew Stafford. I, if you have Matt Stafford and you're not starting him, I don't know what you're doing with your life You're not right paying now. attention. You're not paying attention. But if you don't have Matt Stafford, and you're trying not to cry like everybody else that doesn't have Matt Stafford, uh, and you do have Matt, Matt Ryan, go ahead and start Matt Ryan today. Absolutely. Do you know who else you can also start today, Ted? Who? Muhammad Sanu. He's been proven to be a red zone threat this year. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan likes him. He's already he's already uh, caught some touchdown passes. Sure. Uh, I like I like Muhammad Sanu today as a start for, for the uh, wide receiver position. Okay. You got him? Or if you need a flex receiver, Mohamed Sanu might not be a bad pick because it looks to be a high-scoring game, I think. Yeah. And Mohamed's probably going to get some touches. Um, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Minnesota Vikings. Um, they're saying sit Jameis Winston. I agree with that. This Minnesota Vikings defense is legit. Yeah, it's tough. Um, Mike Evans, I think, is a good start. I'm not so sure about Deshaun Jackson just yet, guys. Um, I'm, I'm actually okay with Jaquiz Rob, uh, Rogers being mm-hmm. started in your flex, though. I'm oh, okay yeah. with that. Uh, he's he's uh, proven to be pretty good. Now, let me tell you who you start for the Vikings. Kyle Rudolph. You, you, you start him. In fact, you start Kyle Rudolph every game, okay? Because he's going to get lots of touches no matter who's quarterback. And I like Dalvin Cook as well. Since, again, Case Keenum's the quarterback, yeah. you need to be starting yeah. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I think they're going to rely on the run sure. there. Next one, Houston Texans at Patriots. Um, really, I'm not liking any of these pickup or starts for uh, the Texans except for DeAndre Hopkins. He'll get you some points uh, for the Patriots. Um, actually, Tom Brady. I actually don't know if I like starting Tom Brady. That defense is pretty tough. I sort to start Tom Brady. I can't help it. Tom Brady's the man. Um, I don't start Michael Lisley. I don't like that. Well, the Texans run defense is where it's at. That's yeah, where they would start. I don't. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't like that start. Um. Not to mention, I don't, I don't trust the, the, the running back. You know, NFL.com's right with me here, Ted. Chris yep. Carson. Yeah. I, I think you start him. He is, he's not. The Seattle Seahawks are in a position right now where they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out their run game. Mm-hmm. But pay close attention to Chris Carson. He got 20 touches for 93 yards last last time he was on the field. That did not escape the coach's notice. They're going to give him the ball. I think so. I think you're right. Uh, um, he, he's going to get the ball in this matchup because sure. the Titans' defense, it may be struggling. It may not be meeting our expectations. Still pretty good defense. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, as far as the Titans go, though, guys, I'm, I'm liking um, Delaney Walker. I think Delaney Walker is a good one. Um, I'm sitting De- DeMarco Murray. I actually have him in one of my leagues. 
I'm sitting him. I'm not, he's questionable. I'm not trusting him. They're going to probably have to rely on Derrick Henry. I'm giving Derrick. If you got Derrick Henry, I wouldn't mind giving him a start as well. Uh, Bengals at Green Bay. Um, if you're really anybody on the Bengals except for A.J. Green, you're sitting on my bench. Let me tell you something. If you're anybody for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, you're not on my team right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you're just not. Um, don't start anybody on that team. Now, on the other hand, if you're playing for the Packers today and you have any player from the Packers, if it's a running back, if it's a quarterback, if it's, yeah. uh, if it's an offensive lineman, if it's the water boy, yeah. start him. Right. Okay? Let's see here. Next up, Kansas City Chiefs against the Chargers. Um, obviously, Kareem Hunt. I know some of the, something about Kareem Hunt. You start him. Uh, yeah, you, start so, you, know, week. You, so, you know something about Tariq Hill, don't you? Yeah, you know, I know a little something about Tariq Hill. And let me tell you something. I don't care if the Kansas City Chiefs are playing a defense with uh, whole cans. <laughs> you, you start Tariq Hill because uh, he's going to get lots of catches. He's turning into Michael Crabtree Jr. Yeah, kind of, something like that. Nice little speedster. Zach Dysinger, thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate hey, uh, you tuning in here. Um, get back to it. Um, I do like Travis Kelsey as a start today, too, against the Chargers. I always like Travis um, Kelsey. Honestly, I do like Philip Rivers as a start today. I know this Chiefs defense is phenomenal. I still like him. I'm a little leery about Melvin Gordon. I know he's been having some injury trouble. I'm a little leery of it. Keenan Allen makes sense if you start him. Uh, Philip Rivers is one of his favorite targets. So just makes a ton of sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, what do we got here? Uh, we, if you have Derek Carr, you start him today. Tell, tell him again. Uh, if it's If it's – you know, if you're watching that Oakland Raiders, there Washington you Redskins there game, you you're starting Derek Carr today. Um, I honestly don't know if I feel like starting Marshawn Lynch today. I do. You start Marshawn Lynch. Uh, he's going to get touches. Absolutely. But you definitely start Amari Cooper, and you definitely start Michael Crabtree. Absolutely. Um, as far as defenses, don't start either one of these defenses today. Yeah, not a huge fan of the defenses not, on the no. side. Um, Kirk Cousins, I like to start there. Rob Kelly, I don't. Um, Chris Thompson. Uh, I think a flex is probably the maximum you do. With you know that. what? I think you start Terrell Pryor. I Absolutely. Also, I think you definitely start. I think you also start uh, Jameson Crowder because I think they're both going to get touches today. Well, and I, I've heard Jordan Reed is a maybe he's been dealing with. Yeah, he's questionable too. today. Uh, he yeah, he's questionable today. I think you you, did, you do start Jameson Crowder at least in your flex. Um, if you don't have next game, options. last game, Dallas Cowboys against the Arizona Cardinals. You sit Dak Prescott. I I'm sitting Dak Prescott. You I'm, sit him. And you don't let him off that bench. No, I, I'm starting though Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm starting Des Bryant. Kind of like what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, even though like with AJ Green, yes, Andy Dalton's playing like crap, but you know he's going to get touches. Like DeAndre Hopkins, you know, well, you know they're playing a good, good against a good defense, but he, they're going to get some touches. I disagree with him here. I I think you actually do start Cole Beasley this week. Uh, yeah, I don't think Cole Beasley would be too bad. But I think uh, if you start him, you start him in your flex. He's definitely going to get some catches. And then, as far as Cardinals go, guys, start Garson Palmer. Palmer, Fitzgerald, JJ Nelson, um, and I mean that's about uh, that's about it. That, not, yeah, that's really about it. That's really all you've got. Yeah. Um, Rams and San Francisco. That's already happened. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Yep. Uh, which I mean, so we're getting, honestly, you know, we got the fans show. Let's see if there's any more fantasy questions, guys. Check you out. Jordy Nelson or Sterling Shepard? Ted. Mm. Uh, Ted. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. What? I know you're going to say that Jordy Nelson's got a lot of weapons around him. But, Ted, it's Jordy freaking Nelson against the Bengals. Um, no, I wasn't going to say anything bad about Jordy. What I was actually going to say is it's Jordy Nelson against the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Zach, Dysinger, 
You start Jordy Nelson. You can't you can't screw this up, man. You you start Jordy Nelson. He's going to get at least five six catches today. Probably a couple probably a hundred plus yards, some touchdowns. <laughs> You're expecting big things out of him. He might even kiss somebody. He might even kiss Andy Dalton's wife today. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he's 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 taking the cake. Listen. If if you have any receivers from the Green Bay Packers, you start them. You don't even question it today. And I think another reason we were talking like this, too, is because Sterling Shepard is playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's playing against the Eagles. And Eli Manning has played poor. So. Uh, you know, I, here's the thing with Giants receivers. I don't trust any of them. That None of them have proven that they can catch balls. You know what they've proven to me? That they can drop them. Yeah. And Eli, you know, Eli, I don't know what you're doing, but. Some, somebody over there's got to get it going. Injured. Jordy Nelson. Uh, I don't. I don't. Think no, he's he is playing today. He's playing. I, I got the update. No, no, Zach. Uh, Jordy is playing. He was questionable. Injury was not not. Uh, I can go confirm it. Just I, I'm pretty make, sure that he is playing. So he's last for time sure. I, last time I checked, he was. Let's double check that, Ted. Yep. No second, guys. Just gonna honestly, check his form. honestly, I like Jordy even with a broken leg in this game. Hey, all right here. Um, okay, so you need to see that. See if I can get that up close. Is expected to play today, big guy. There you go. Well, in ten, we might, we might, uh, we might feel pretty bad. Why? Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you can tell the, t- you can tell them that. You ain't got to whisper that to me. So, guys, just so you know, uh, we're not afraid to admit when we're wrong. Right now, Jack's we're wrong. <laughs> surpassing our expectations. They're up thirteen nothing right now. Um. But I think I think uh, I'm about to go look. But I think that's some uh, sure that might be some defense uh, on the part of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Actually, not uh, offense. So what? Oh, the defense is what yeah. scoring them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Double check, but well, you can. Flacco interception. Yep. So Flacco, Flacco yeah. doing what he does, laying an egg right now. Uh, Flacco, Flacco doing uh, guys. Uh, if you ever have Joe Flacco on your team, you don't ever play Joe Flacco. Matter of fact, you don't ever draft <laughs> Joe Flacco. Oh God. Uh, yeah, and no problem, Zach. We appreciate you coming on here, man. Um, but yeah, we, and, and I know you want to be. I know you want us um, to be sure that he is playing. So not a problem, man. We're, we're definitely down for more questions, Ted. Uh, you know, the other thing, sure, important to mention is, but uh, no. Sleepers. We never got around to that today. But we really don't do sleepers anymore. I mean, as far as, you know, the draft's over, you, you, you know, there's the good free agent pickups we've talked about, but yeah. usually they're already picked, you know. Well, picked I know over. in our league, Carson Palmer's available. Guys, uh, you know, I know we talked about Carson Palmer. Uh, not just not just, uh, a, <clears throat> not just a, uh, you know, good pickup for this week, but uh, he's got some favorable matchups on his horizon. Yeah. Um, you know, the Cardinals actually don't have that, that really that brutal of a schedule this year. Yeah, I mean, and, and it could, you know, that could help get them into the that, playoffs. That, that, you know. that could. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the injuries certainly don't help. David Johnson going down certainly doesn't right, help. Right, right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So, well, it looks like we don't have any call. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Shane Vereen and Terrence, uh, yeah. Tevin, Tevin Coleman, I believe is who he's oh, oh, we don't, Yeah. Uh, I got to say, man, uh, Tevin Coleman. Even though he's the backup, they always have a game plan for him. He's the catching uh, running back for the Falcons. Um, you know, with Shane Vereen, I just they, the Giants don't have a run game. This Eagles defense, I have a feeling, is just going to tear up this uh, Giants. Oh, offense. we have some more questions coming in, Jesse. So I would, I would definitely probably go Tevin Coleman here. 
yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree. Wow. Kevin Coleman tends to get mm-hmm. tends to get some attention out of the backfield, whether it's running the ball in short yarded situations or catching wow. out of the backfield. Um, he's he's been part of that one-two punch that the Falcons are really big fans of. Yeah. And you know, honestly, like I said before, I think the Detroit Atlanta game has potential to be a high-scoring game, and I think Tevin Coleman will play a role in that. Absolutely. Uh, so he might he might get you a touchdown or two today. Whereas Shane Vereen, he's look. I said it once. I'll say it again. They're playing the Eagles. Right. The Giants are playing terrible. They are. It, it, don't start Shane Vereen, please. Uh, will Ben and A.B. finally have chemistry and score a TD or to two today against Chicago? What's been going on with those two, Ted? Well, you know, it, it, it happens. There's, there's miscues that come up. And on top of that, last week, Martavis Bryant was the open guy. You know, that, and then, again, Big Ben being the smart quarterback that he is, he's going to go with the open guy. Um, big things out of A.B. this year. Um, I actually was, you know, before the draft, I did say I was a little more leery of drafting Antonio Brown this year just because there were so many weapons around Big Ben. And it's, and it's kind of happening. You're, you're, you're kind of having these um, – what you're kind of seeing what the biggest strength for the Steelers is is the biggest weakness for your fantasy team, right? Yeah, you so, know, Dave, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm not sure if, if they hook up today. Um, but you're starting both of them. If you, you, them. you start them anyway. He's going to get catches. Um, if you have Antonio Brown, you definitely start him. You definitely start Big Ben. They're playing against the Bears. I know the Bears' defense is good, but it's Big Ben. It's Antonio Brown. They're they have that offense has been playing great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to hook up and get a touchdown yet, but don't you worry. They will. They will get touchdowns. Oh yeah. Uh, on an offense with as many weapons as they've got, they're going to go with who's got the hot end, who's open. They got to spread the love, man. Honestly, I think. I think Antonio Brown's got some favorable matchups. And, you know, and again, I just keep thinking about this, and this is me being a Steelers fan too. You know, and I said this in the off season before we drafted. The biggest strength for the Steelers in real life is the biggest weakness for well, the fantasy. Well, you know, and that's showing. Well, you know, and it's similar to what we were talking about with the Packers. It's really hard to pick receivers from the Packers. Yeah. You know, yeah, I said go ahead and start Jordy. But this is an exceptional case. They're playing the Bengals. They should. They should just wallop them. They're gonna. They're, they should beat. They should beat. The, beat them handily. Uh, they, you know, all their guys are probably going to find themselves open. Mm-hmm. There's going to be potential for big plays. If you get one catch for six, seven yards and touchdown, that's mm-hmm. good enough. Um, you know, it's it's a similar situation with the Steelers. Sure. You know, they've got potential to have a breakout game here. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, their defense, I think, is going to put them in positions to score more points. Um, so you can't really go wrong with starting them. Zach, I'm sorry to hear that you got a bad roster with the Giants players, but you know what? There's free agency for that. There's yeah. still guys on the market. Uh, I know in our league, Terrence West is still available running back. Um, I think he's going to get some touches today. Who was uh, that? Terrence West. Um, I'm, it, it's actually Buck Allen going to be the starter. Buck Allen? Yeah, it's Buck Allen. He's a, he's a pass catcher. Um, I just got an update saying that um, Jeremy Macklin is now in concussion protocol. Oh, is he? So that's not good news for them. Yes. Again, guys, it's it's interesting because we get well. Terrence West is playing right now. Yeah, they're on the. He may be on the rock. Like he's the backup right now. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. So Zach, I'm sorry to hear that, but there is free agency. There's still hope. And if you and if you feel like messaging us, Zach, about hey, I've got this free agent available or or pictures of it. Yeah, this, we're more than uh, happy to help you. We'll, we'll help you out, man. Yep. I mean, obviously, with games starting already, it's, uh, you know, it's, you're going to be behind the eight ball. But, I mean, yeah. if you have questions right now, uh, yeah, go ahead and post up a picture or something. We'll, well take a look at it. It's 1030. He's got.
two and a half hours. He's got, till, yeah, he's till, got some time. So that it starts. Well, depends. We do have the one game that's already started. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if he doesn't have any Ravens or Jaguars, he's not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, um, something else that may hinder him is waiver wire. I don't know if his league has yeah, waivers or not. Yeah, you gotta you gotta uh, keep that in mind too. You you know, getting players off waivers that that's uh, that's also you know kind of tough sometimes. Depends on your league's rules. Um, you know, can be can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Adam Thielen or Larry Fitzgerald? Oh, I, I think either way you're doing pretty good, but I think I have to give it to Larry playing against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, I have to agree. Um, either way, you're doing really well here. Uh, Adam Thielen's been pr- playing really well. Um, uh, he's he's starting to cement himself more and more as sort of the number one. Please show up for him, please. Because I believe I believe Zach also commented earlier saying something about yeah, okay, so Jordy Nelson or Sterling Shepard, and then Shane Vereen or Tevin Coleman. Um, you know, in all honesty, I, I wouldn't be afraid to put uh, either one of them in. Maybe well, both. and you know what, Adam Thielen, we forget, almost forgot, Sam Bradford ain't playing, Case Keenan. Yeah, quarterback. yeah. Honestly, I'm going to go with Larry Fitzgerald in this matchup simply yeah. because he's playing against the worst defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the quarterback, the the quarterback that he's got to play with him, Carson Palmer, he's going to be looking for Larry Fitzgerald sure. all the time. Larry is the cemented. For sure, number one guy right, right. on this offense. Right. Uh, so you can't go wrong there. Yep. Jay Ajayi or Lynch? Uh, Jay Ajayi, I think. Uh, he's playing the Jets today. Uh, when you play the Jets, you win football games. Uh, and when you have Jay Ajayi, you win more football games. David, i got to ask you, man, if you could comment real fast. Um, is it a two-running back league, or is it just a one-running back league and a flex? Or how's it? How's your uh, lineup looking? Yeah, that's a great question. Because if you if you could play both of them, I that think would be a great idea. I think Lynch is definitely another good solid start he for should, you. He should do well. Yeah, he's, he's playing. And, and if you yeah. need a flex option, Marshawn Lynch would be fine. Yeah, he's, you're doing you're doing good at running back, David. You're not you're not bad. I mean, honestly though, Jay Ajayi though is definitely mm-hmm. who I'd go with as far as if you if you can yes. start him. Yeah. Yes, if you had to pick between one of the two, it's Jay Ajayi. Yeah. Um, I don't know who your third back is. I'm assuming he's got. He's got a flex spot. I'm assuming he's got more than one back, or more than two, I should say. Right. Three running back leagues. Three running back leagues. Oh, my wow. God. Um, what are your other options, David, if you don't mind us asking? Yes. Who else do you have in your in your lineup for running backs? Yeah, so he's got J.J., Marshawn Lynch. So he's got three running backs, too, man. That's That's big. Who else does he have? Ingram is his third or Adrian Peterson. Okay, well, um, you know, Ingram is still getting touches over there in uh, New Orleans. Um, I, 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 don't don't like, I, I, I don't like either one of those. I mean, I don't either, but Ingram's not – I mean, Ingram's definitely better than Adrian Peterson at this point. Right. Um, I think you start both Jay Ajayi and Lynch. But yeah, you definitely got to have both of them. Uh, you definitely start them both. <clears throat> You don't start Adrian Peterson because you don't even know if he's going to play. Right. Um, he's been incredibly vocal about his dis, you know, discontent right now with the amount of carries he's getting. Right. And honestly, the Saints running backs, again, you know, I said it once, I'll say it again. I'm staying away from all the Saints running backs right now because uh, they're, they're <clears throat> basically kind of sharing the load right now. Yes, they are. You know, Alvin Kamara has been getting the most touches, but – Right behind him is uh, Mark Ingram getting a lot of touches. 
Uh, you've got Adrian Peterson getting a few touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, the Saints running game has been really bad. Uh, it hasn't been good. Um, we, we did see some production out of Alvin Kamara. We did see a little limited production out of Mark Ingram. Uh, if you have an opportunity to get a different running back than either Adrian Peterson or Ingram, I would go ahead and explore that. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, keep asking us questions, David. I mean, we and, and, and Zach, we're loving both of them, guys. Um, all the questions that we're getting here. I'm going to try to make sure I like these. Yeah, we, 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 we enjoy the questions. And we, we've got – I mean, we've still got time left. We can answer more questions. Yep, we've still got, got a little, bit, little bit of time. So, so keep them coming. Yeah, we're, we're down to answer the questions, you know. And don't, uh, and don't forget, guys, like and share the video. Make sure you guys are getting our name out there. We appreciate every bit you guys are doing out. So he's got E-Money, yep. Brown, Evans, Fitz, Gronk, and Witten. Well, <laughs> it's not bad. That's uh, not bad. Yeah. Um I'm wow. definitely starting uh, E-Money today. And Antonio Brown. And um, Mike Evans. Uh, I'd definitely start Fitz, too. Yeah. Fitz um, wow. Would, would you, you play, play Kenny Stills against the Jets as well? Uh, honestly, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not that's, sure about that one. That's, that's a tough one. I think they'll lean heavily on Jay Ajayi more than anything else. They're not going to do anything that takes Jay Cutler out of his comfort zone. Um, he's got a lot of weapons. Jay Cutler does. Over there in Miami? You um, waiting for me to take it? No. He's got a lot of weapons <laughs> over there in Miami. Um, you know, he's got Jarvis Landry. He's sure. got uh, what, uh, what? Marvin? Is it Marvin Jones? Is that what his name is? No. Jarvis Landry. Jar- Jarvis Landry was the other one. Um, Kenny Stills and Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, he's got Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker's been a pretty favorable target for him. Uh, Jarvis Landry's always a favorable target. Um, you know, again, and even Jay Ajayi is probably going to get some touches from Jay Cutler as far as throws. Uh, you know, as far as wideouts for Miami, that's a tough one. Um, I wouldn't unless you're going to handcuff him to another one. Well, I think for me, it's, you know. Yeah, you've got better options right for, now with E-Money, Fitz, and, and company. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. With him having the options that he has, I wouldn't worry about Kenny Stills. But if you're a player, if you're somebody that's listening and you need, you know, hey, it's Kenny Stills or this guy. Um those wouldn't be a bad option at flex, I think. Flex no, would be no, okay. Not at all. Um, I think I think if you're looking for somebody to fill out your flex, um, Kenny Stills is not a bad pick, um, simply because he's going to be playing against a a bad team. Um, I know it's a rivalry game. I know they can tend to be, you know, rather unpredictable at times. Mm-hmm. But the Jets have played absolutely awful. Uh, they're playing terrible offense. They played terrible on defense as well. I mean, they've just played awful all the way around. Uh, so you've got to like the chance that Miami is going to have opportunities to score and score a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as as far as it goes for you, David, I wouldn't worry about playing Kenny Stills. I think you're going to be fine. I don't know your matchups, but Zach, I'm I'm looking at your lineup right now, man. I'm not okay. I'm not ignoring anybody here. I'm actually looking at Zach's lineup. Go. Um, he's got Matt Stafford, Jordy Nelson, Julio Jones, Marshawn Lynch, Tevin Coleman, Eric Ebron, Michael Crabtree. And then um, uh looks like uh, Matt Bryant for kicker. And then I can't tell his defense. It looks like he has the Dallas' defense, but I wouldn't start them, man. Yeah. Uh, I know you're not big on defense and fantasy, but with T.J. Watt out at linebacker, sure, I play Von Miller. Hold on. Um, okay. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't get to see that last one. Um, QB's Ben and Smith. Okay. Um, I would go Big Ben here. Uh, and then he's got T.J. Watt out, but uh, linebacker, should he play Vaughn Miller on defense? 
They're playing the Bills. Yes, Von Miller would be a very solid start. I would um, why not. You definitely go with Big Ben. Uh, I like Big Ben's matchup a lot better uh, against the Bears. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. I mean, Alex Smith wouldn't be bad. Honestly, I just. Honestly, in general, I like Big Ben's matchups most of the time. He's a consistent performer. He, yeah. he doesn't really have bad games. He's got a lot of weapons. He's probably going to light up the scoreboard uh, more more times often than not. He's got a lot of people that are going to open it up for him offensively with Le'Veon Bell and Martavis Bryant mm-hmm. and Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say go ahead and start him. Smith, he's just got a couple of options. Mm-hmm. He's got Kareem Hunt, but they're going to be relying on Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is the guy for the Chiefs that's going to get the numbers. Then behind him is Tariq Hill. Um, as far as that goes, that is the numbers, guys, for the Chiefs. Um, now, I agree with Ted, though. I like Von Miller as a start today. Mm-hmm. That's a solid pick. I think you're you're fine there. They're playing the Bills. The Bills offensively have no identity. Right. Besides Shady McCoy, Absolutely. they have no idea what they're going to do. Zach, if you could send me free agents for your defense, um, that defensive free agents, okay? David. Um, yes, he has – his only defense for Zach is the Cowboys. Wow. I, he needs oh, okay. somebody else. Yeah. Um, can you – can you can I send you my lineup? Absolutely. Uh, David, yes, you can absolutely send your lineup to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can you can totally do that. Make sure we keep this going here. You, you, You're doing great, big dude. Talking. I'm just trying to keep up with you everything. You can totally send us your uh, your lineup. We will we will go through it. We can actually go through it now. Um, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, once we get it, yeah. Uh, so once you send it to us, we will go over it right now. Um, Zach, please send us uh, what available free agent defenses you have. Uh, we'd be happy to help you out. There are some there's some great matchups that of defenses that you might still have in your free agency today. Um, you know, so yes, and we're actually uh, our Facebook page is growing. No problem, David. We'll we'll wait for you. We got time. Um, anyways, our Facebook page is growing. We just I just looked and we're already at 322 followers. Yeah, you know, Ted, I forgot to mention this. Yeah, 30 likes this week. Yeah, that's 30, 30, 30. We're getting it, man. We're getting it. Thirty likes this week. And you know what, guys? The re- I know why you're doing this. I know why you're doing this. What? You know what will happen if you don't. We're going to run up in your pad. Run up in your pad. Listen, I am sick and tired of telling you people to start following us on social media. Look at me. Have you seen him? You don't have to answer because I know the truth. You haven't seen him any more handsome than me. Wow. Wow. It's so It's true. Let's see who. Oh, it's true. Um, right there, the number one defense that I see you should be picking up right now um, is the Miami Dolphins defense, Zach. Yes. Um, I like that one a lot. Uh, let's see That's here. Right now. Uh, Zach, if you're listening to me right now, go grab the Miami Dolphins defense. Start them immediately. Yes. They're playing the Jets. The don't, Jets are awful. Don't well, even wait. Don't even think about it. And if you, and if you notice, um, I think it's NFL.com. Actually, I have it right here. I Don't make... pay attention to the projected points. I suspect that the Miami Dolphins are going to force turnovers today. There will be interceptions. There will be sacks. Uh, the Jets' offensive line has played absolutely abysmal this year. They well, have played terrible. And not even just project, projections, but I even think the NFL.com site said – Start the Dolphins. No, they, I think they said them. Yeah, I think they said sit them. I'm going back to make sure. i got to find that real quick. Yeah, they said stream it. So, in other words, listen to what they have to say. In other words, yes. Start them. Uh, definitely start. Listen, uh, this is something I should bring up. Guys, I've said it once. I've said it many times. Ted, I'm going to say it one more time. Sure, go ahead. Anytime you have a defense that's playing the Jets, you start that defense. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's 49ers. 
I, yeah. I don't care whose defense it is. You start them. They're playing the Jets. The Jets are awful on offense. They're awful at every aspect of the game right now. Right now, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but the Jets organization is in need of an overhaul. They need somebody in there with. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm, you know what, Ted? I am gonna say this. I'm gonna right. say it right now. Yeah. I've been. This has been on my chest for a while. I'm gonna say it right now. The Jets need a new general manager. Yeah. And they need a new coaching staff. You know, in all honesty, the Jets aren't the only team. Um, I, my buddy Lance Ursham, who is a Bengals fan, was talking to me about this last week after the abysmal showing that the, the Bengals had. Um, he asked me, what would I do as, as the GM there? I said, well, the first thing I would do is get, be get rid of Marvin Lewis. Um, Marvin probably, Lewis needs to be out of there. I would be making sure that Joe Mixon is my no, number one running back right now. He seems to be the talented guy. I'd be trading Jeremy Hill. I would be trading probably Andy Dalton. I'd be, I'd be revamping this whole team right now. At this point, I think the Jets are in need of a massive overhaul. What do they need? They've been they, for years. They've they've not been able to find the franchise quarterback, the guy. They they thought they had it with Sanchez. They thought they had it. They didn't. Yeah. Now they're talking about Sam Darnold. I'm not even buying that right now. Sam Darnold's not really lighting the world on fire for me. Okay. The world of college sports. I've been watching him play. I think there are better quarterbacks right now. The Jets need to focus on revamping that offensive line before they do anything else. Their offensive line has been atrocious. Their running game has been non-existent, and that is something that they have been known for right. over the last 10 years. The Jets have had Andy prolific ro- – no, about 10. About 10. About 10. Yeah, about 10. Over the last 10 years, <laughs> the Jets have been known for having prolific running games. They should be flourishing with the running backs that they have. They have, they have two physical running backs in Matt Forte and Below Powell. And I know that Matt Forte has not played uh, that older. well, and he's older, but he should be flourishing in that system. And he is oh, wow. not flourishing. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, David said that. I've, give me not a minute. Okay, so, Zach, projected points are Ben. Yes, they are. Um, Mike Smith. Okay, so here we go. Oh. Honestly, uh, Ted, that's, that's two really good defenses to start. I'm not really sure who I'd tack in that one. Pitt or New England, that sucks. I'd probably go with New England. I think I'd have to go with New England. Uh, New England. New England's got a rookie quarterback. I know Deshaun Watson had one had a great game. He ran for a winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Go ahead. But he's playing New England. Uh, playing Coach Bill Belichick. Um, so I don't like it. So for quarterback, uh, I do. Ben. I do like Big Ben. Alex Smith wouldn't be bad either. You can't really go wrong there. I think. They're yeah, I think good. he's good in both positions. Um, the Chargers have been struggling. Well, and Jason Breath out for the season. Yeah, Jason Breath out now. Yeah. So uh, either way, you're going to be good. And I mean, honestly. The way that he's been hooking up with Tyreek Hill, the amount of uh, pass protection that he's gotten because of Kareem Hunt, because of how much people are respecting the run game for the Chiefs, you're, you're solid either way. Right. Okay, let's look. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. So, for sure, Mike Evans, in there too. Mike Evans and Antonio Brown are definitely, I would say, yes, for sure. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, I like him a lot for this week. Um, and then uh, E Money should get you some points as well. Uh, running backs: Marshawn Lynch, Jay Jai, You're gonna you're gonna be solid, man. You, and then I think he said he had a third, didn't he? And this the guy that said he had three running backs. Uh, yeah, he's got Gronk. Oh no, he's got Ingram. Ingram, Ingram is a yeah, that's right. Honestly, I don't like I don't like the Saints running backs. But if that's your only option at running back, if, if Ingram, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. Um, and then. Crosby, Mason Crosby as your kicker, you're good, man. And then yeah. I, I do think I'm going to go with the New England defense over the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, 
I like I like that New England defense pick. I think okay. I just think the cheat the the Houston Texans just have not they're not they're not a team that typically puts up a lot of points. Yeah, uh, they just don't. Uh, I, it's, and I'm not saying that the Bears will, but they I think they've got a better chance of putting up points than than the Houston Texans do. Right. The Texans, you know, their running game hasn't been really all that great. They've got a rookie quarterback. Their defense is great, but offensively. You don't. They don't have that guy, right? That you have to just be worried about. DeAndre Hopkins is good, but he's not the guy. You know, he's not that guy that's going to run down the field and do you dirty like Antonio Brown. You know, David, David, will you send us your bench? That way, I can see maybe who you have and might be able to help you there. Yeah, that'd be great. Zach, did you uh, manage to pick up the Miami Dolphins defense? By the way, Sterling Shepard, OJ Howard, and AP are on bench. I mean, really. Yeah, your lineup's pretty much set then. Uh, yeah, David. You're, you're set. Yeah. I mean, unless you can go get another running back at this point, that might be better. I don't know who's available in the league mm-hmm. as far as in, instead of Ingram. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know who the top free agent he would he would have. Either. I don't know what your top free agent. You got him. Good job, Zach. Um, and you know what, Zach? I think uh, not only is that uh, a good pickup for you now, it, it could pay dividends down the road well, they, for you. Well, they got to play the Jets again. Uh, the Dolphins do have to play the Jets again, but they don't just have to play the Jets. They have to play the Bills. They Zach. do. They haven't been playing they, good either. They, they haven't either. Uh, honestly, they, the Patriots really haven't haven't played that great. I'm not playing the Dolphins even against um, Patriots. Big D. They haven't played that great. And honestly, uh, you know, the Miami Dolphins actually have a pretty nice schedule. Minus the Patriots, they don't have a bad schedule. That's year. actually what I'm going to go look up right now. As far as I know, I think I think their schedule's not not too terrible. So this week they got the New Orleans uh, or the New York Jets, then the Saints, then the Titans, then the Falcons, and the Jets again. So. You're, you're going to bench them for three weeks. Yeah, you're going to bench them for three weeks, but then you're going to come back to them probably week seven against the Jets again. Baltimore the, didn't even start them. Baltimore, Oakland, Carolina, Tampa Bay, New England, Denver, New England, then Buffalo, then Kansas City, then Buffalo. So, really, you're going to use them a couple times, but they are just a defense. But the thing is to remember, guys, kickers are just kickers, but they still get you points. If you win by one point or point one point, it doesn't matter. You yeah, win. and, you know, I mean, honestly – some of the teams Chad rattled off, I mean, you look at some of these teams, as far as matchups go, you know, yeah, you're going to win the Jets matchup. Uh, the Saints one, yeah, you've got Drew Brees to deal with. Yeah. The Titans, they're kind of inconsistent right now. They're in under the quantity. just too much weapon. I, I don't know. It's a lot of weapons. Uh, Baltimore, that's that's a game. You Maybe. can start Miami. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that Ted, either. Flacco just threw an interception. It's okay. Uh, you can, no. No, it's not. Maybe. It's not okay. All right, when Joe Flacco is your quarterback, you throw interceptions. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You throw interceptions, and uh, you can start Miami's defense against Baltimore. Uh, you don't want them for Oakland. You don't. Uh, you don't want them for Tampa or, or Carolina New or, New or New England or Denver. <laughs> but you do give them basically four more games. Yeah. Four, I mean, four games out of the rest of the year. That's not too bad to have a defense on, on standby. And, and, you know, that, that's not to also mention. Let's go back and look. Let's just see who the Jets are playing. Because we just said, play the defense that's playing the Jets that week, right? Yeah. So let's, you can think about that too. This is very important. Next week, Jacksonville. Out. Jacksonville play Jacksonville that's defense a great next defense. week. That's a good defense. And not not Anyways. to mention Jacksonville's defense is playing really well right now. Yeah, against the uh, the Ravens, and then the following week the Jets play Cleveland, then New England, which you probably won't have be able to just pick up. Yeah. But uh, then Miami, Atlanta, Buffalo. I mean, there's some. 
are some potential defenses here you can go and pick up against the Jets. And some of them are still going to be available more likely than not in your league. And the thing is, always remember, I'll say it every week, wow. guys, um, be wow. smart with your matchups. Wow, that's, wow. that's I'm not even – wow. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and come out and say it. We were um, wrong. Uh, we may have been incredibly wrong about the uh, Jacksonville game because it's wow. almost halftime, and wow, uh, Jacksonville is really hammering it to them. Guys, if you're not watching the game, Jacksonville up 23 nothing. Uh, we've got some interception action from Flacco for touchdowns. But, uh, they need to start running the ball. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Leonard Burnett yeah. and Marquise Lee are both having good games right now. Wow, and you say Marquise Lee, and I've got him on my bench. Uh, you got Alex – I mean, <laughs> Alan Hearns just caught a touchdown pass for the half. So, yep. um, kudos. I mean, you know, yeah, everybody was expecting the Baltimore Ravens just to run all over the Jaguars, and they're coming out swinging. Hey, I mean, you know, it's – it just goes to show you, these, these, some of these teams are – some of these teams, they're, they're, they're in you, But they're rather one and one Yeah. 2-0. Uh, you know, the thing nice. – you know, though, I did say this at the beginning of the season, that Jacksonville was a team to keep your eye on this year. Mm-hmm. And they're proving me right. So well, far. So what, far. What, what they're not proving us right on is earlier it's today – game, yeah. Earlier yeah. today, we, t- we told them, everybody not to play Blake Bortles. And mm-hmm. now look what Blake Bortles is doing. You know what? I'm not even mad. Blake Bortles, congratulations so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. I might pick you up in fantasy. Keep playing like that. You're no kidding. Well, we got another, we got another comment there, Ted. Is that another one there? Quite possibly. Thoughts on Detroit's defense? Uh, it's definitely uh, a lot better than we anticipated. Um, I mean, we can go look and see what their schedule is. Unfortunately, for the Detroit Alliance, they got to play the likes of the thing I like, don't like, like the about, Packers. You, you know, know, the thing I don't like about if you're talking about today, you're not playing the Detroit defense today. No. Next um, week, they're playing against Minnesota. So, that could be a team to watch out for again. Is Sam Bradford playing? If Sam Bradford's not playing, Detroit could be another sneaky pick for you to go up on, on free agency. Um, then the following week, they play Carolina. I don't like that one. Uh, then they play uh, New Orleans. I don't like that one either. Uh, against Pittsburgh, I, you don't want to do that. Then Green Bay. But then the Lions play Cleveland come week 10. That's good. That's getting close to playoff time. If you need a win, you know, that could that could very well help you out. The Detroit Lions against Cleveland would be a nice pickup. Then they play uh, against Chicago. That could be another sneaky pick. It just depends on who, what else is available um, to say for sure, yeah. Uh, again, Minnesota there. Again, I, I, I would think Sam Bradford would be back, be back by week 12. So, I would say no there. Chicago, yeah. So, Detroit, there's going to be another few games where you can plug and play in, um, kind of like Miami. Again, it's all about matchups, guys. If you guys are paying attention to your matchups, being smart about who you're playing, um, you're you're gonna win more times than not than you're not. So yeah, we're, we're almost at 330 follows now. Just to let you know, I just updated 330 follows. Yeah, we're 322 now. There we go. Wow. Updated. Now we're 30, like this. Wow. So we're doing good. We're doing, we're, we're you doing can well. tell the you can tell the you know the listeners. Yeah. So guys, we, we're we're pushing 330 followers, and uh, clearly people are listening to my advice about watching out for me to appear outside their house. I will backtrack you so fast, you don't even know, like a velociraptor. Yeah. Waiting on your porch. You, you, you don't, don't want that. You don't even – you've never even seen a velociraptor. Ted, I've seen Jurassic Park enough times. <laughs> what the – I know. I know. Based on actual events, we all know it's true. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but back on fantasy, Ted, the real fantasy, the fantasy we want to talk about. Uh, as far as the Detroit Lions defense goes, you know, they're better than we anticipated they were. Mm-hmm. But they've got some tough matchups throughout the season. Mm-hmm. It's not that the Detroit Lions defense is not good. 
it's not that the Bears, you know, it's not that the Packers' defense isn't great. I mean, they, they've got talented players on both those teams. The right. problem is the matchups that they have. Right. Uh, when you have to play against Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford twice a year, it, it makes your schedule difficult. And not only yep. that, uh, the NFC North has some tough matchups they this do. year. They do. And that's so, again, it's about matchups, guys. Zach, you know, even after the show, you can message us on Facebook yeah. and ask yeah. us, you know, hey, um, or even, you know, again, I don't know if you have a waiver wire or not. I, I, well, you don't because you're, pick, you're able to pick them up right now. Um, but, you know, hey, I've, I've got a problem. You know, this guy's on a bye week this week. Or Jordy Nelson's on a bye this week. Who, who would be a good uh, receiver to plug in or pick up off free agency? Dude, just ask us. I have no problem with helping you out. Not a problem at all. No, I, I, I really, I, I'm really liking these. We were past 30 comments again. Mm-hmm. We're really doing well on these. But comments. last week we were, I think we were like 70. Yeah, we were killing it. it. We 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 we've uh, really started to step it up week by week. <clears throat> and you know, Zach, it's, you know, another thing that I would suggest is when you when you're looking at defenses that you can start uh, as far as your fantasy league goes, don't just rely on the the Jets. Theory, which is right, you know, right. You know who, who's playing the, the match? It's matchups. Um, oh, we, we've got somebody very excited about the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I I think uh, one of the things that you also have to take into account. Pay very close attention to the injuries. Yes. Uh, injuries make a huge bit of difference, especially on defense. Uh, you know, we talked about say, you know, Sam Bradford going down. Uh, that changes the whole complexion of, yes. of the Minnesota Vikings game plan. They have, they have. They have completely – that completely changes it. Uh, Ryan, clearly you're late to the show, man, but uh, we can give you our prediction for the Redskins-Raiders game. All three of us picked the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders are the pick. Uh, we picked the Raiders. Um, the reason we picked the Raiders is because, Ted, the, they got the weapons, they man. They've got the weapons. They've they, got they, the they, weapons. They're going to overpower the Redskins. Uh, the Redskins don't have a running game, and the Raiders do. They do, uh, and that's that's going to be the difference. Plus, uh, they've got better offensive line, I think. And back to fantasy, though, I, something I do want to bring up as well is when you're starting a defense, um, look at what we said about being smart and yeah, taking the good matchup. matchups. But we both started the Rams defense, and I, obviously, you did it in one league, I did it in another. Yeah, and it did not pay off. But it did not. Did we anticipate that being the highest score? No, we didn't. Thursday night football game. Um, you know, and. We're we're willing to admit when we're wrong. Absolutely. Uh, you know we were wrong about the Rams game. Uh, it was a rivalry game, but no excuse. We were wrong about the Rams game. Yep. Ah, but but Ted. Yes. I'm right most of the time. But we are we do do a pretty good job here. We I really do. do a pretty good job. Yeah. I'm I'm right most. <laughs> of the time. Uh, when you're when you're looking at fan, but when it comes to fantasy, yep. when you're looking at matchups, pay close attention to injuries specifically on defense as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just talked about uh, Barrett going, Jason Brett, Jackson yeah. Brett going down. That's huge. That changes the whole complexion of. Yes. That changes the entire complexion <laughs> of the game. Right. Uh, for for the Chargers, I mean, yeah. that's a huge piece in their defense. Absolutely. That, that's that's the their top corner. That's the guy that's going to be going one on one with the number one guy on your opposing offense. Yeah. If you had the Chargers defense, you you drop that, uh, Ryan. We actually thought the Ravens would win this game, so it's a complete shocker to me that the Jaguars are up. Um, it's not a complete shocker to me uh, that the that uh, the infamous Flacco was thrown an interception yet again for touchdown. Right. Uh, I'm not surprised. 
that Flacco's playing poorly, but I am surprised that the Ravens' defense is not playing well. That's what's, that's what's uh, shocking what's me. What's surprising the most. to me is that the Jaguars are playing so well offensively. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Ryan, we, we, we thought the uh, Ravens win. It's, it's only halftime. Anything can happen. That's right. It's the but, uh, but right now, Jacksonville's sitting pretty right yeah. now. And, and, you know, honestly, uh, I got to give, uh, you know, I gave Flack to, to, uh, Blake Bortles. to Blake Bortles, but did. I got I to gotta give him some credit. He's playing really well against yeah, a is. really good defense. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's probably the offensive line as well. Uh, but when we're on these matchups with defenses, pay very close attention. Uh, when somebody goes down in the secondary specifically, uh, that is a huge, huge indicator that you've got, it's, depending on who it is, you know, if your top corner goes down, yeah. start looking for a new defense. Yep. I don't care who the I don't care who your defense is. If your top corner goes down, start looking. If your leading pass rusher goes down, well, I don't know. I don't know about start looking, but be be leery. Be leery of your yeah. defense, depending on your matchup. Yeah. You know, if you if you've got, I mean, if you've got Denver's defense and and one of their guys goes down, it's Denver. They they've, they've got a lot of depth on right, defense. Exactly. They're really talented on defense. You're still safe. It's okay. Right. But if if you had Arizona's defense and Patrick Peterson and Patrick Peterson's out. You're not starting Arizona's defense this week, okay? Um, if they've got, if they're playing the Dallas Cowboys and their top corners out, Des Bryant's going to be open all game. You know, and I did see where Byron Jones and Chidobe um, Awuzie were questionable for the yeah. Dallas Cowboys as well. They're going to play. They are. They, they're, they, yeah, I good. Yeah. They're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I have to say, um, oh, we've got a good question there. Right. That's a loaded question, Ted. I don't, I don't like it when they give me a loaded question. Who's, who's your team, both of you? Ted's a Steelers fan. I'm a Packers fan. Yep. Um, but that doesn't stop us from picking against it. Uh, last week, I picked the Falcons to beat the Packers, Packers. Ted. And you were and, right. And I was correct. The Falcons did beat the Packers. Uh, and you know what? It went back to exactly what I said. What? That stadium. Oh, yeah. The Packers play terrible when they're opening somebody else's stadium. It's yep. a new stadium. They're not, they're not very good house guests. No, they're not. They're not. They're they're just, they're poor I mean, house guests. They, they are, and they end up leaving a mess, and they they get thrown out. It's just terrible. Yeah. Uh, but cops are called. Yeah, cops are called. People go to jail. Not really. Not really. But but still, yeah. still yeah. bad, bad day all around. Um, honestly, the other thing that I look for uh, in fantasy, Ted, mm-hmm. uh, is hot hands uh, in receiving court. Yes and especially. yes and no, because I I have a problem with hot hands, the hot hand approach, because um, a couple of years ago, if you you more than likely didn't have Brian Hartline starting. He wasn't even picked up yet. Everybody went and got him. He had another good like week or two, and then he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, I don't like that. It, it can happen, but when you when you've got guys that are kind of more marquee players, they get the hot hand. Mm. It's okay to ride that guy. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you you're, you're gonna count, you know well Kareem Hunt. When you've got a top guy like Kareem Hunt, for example, the guy that you know, he's the guy. He's the guy that's gonna touch the ball. Don't be afraid to to play them, right? Uh, even if you feel like the matchup is kind of shaky, uh, I always say, you know, be careful, be leery of the projected points for the week. Yes, I know that the projected points for the week can be scary. I've had, I had, uh, I've had my fun experiences with the projected points. I think I got a projection uh, for Lashawn McCoy last year against some. I can't remember what team it was. I think it was, I think it was actually the Dolphins. And they're like, oh, he's projected six points, and then he just like went off. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, it just don't it, pay attention. To don't projection. pay attention too much to the projected points. Trust your instincts. Know your matchup. Know what, know what your play. Know why you pick the players you pick. That's another thing. When you're constructing your team, think about why you want to pick these guys up. 
uh, uh, you when, know, you're are, when you're drafting, uh, think about why you're going to pick the guy up. Yeah. Don't just pick up, you know, we say it, we said it before, before we started drafting, you know, don't just go out and pick up Aaron Rodgers because everybody wants to, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is great, uh, but that's not going to make a hill of beans for you if you didn't get, you know, Ezekiel Elliott last season and somebody right. else did. Right. That was all fine and dandy that you had Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott had led the league in rushes and almost one rookie of the year. Right. You know, uh, pay very close attention to to role players, guys that you know might might slip underneath the radar. Otherwise, guys, sometimes these safety valve players can be really really big for you too. Yeah. Guys that are consistent. You know, we talk about tight ends. Tight ends can be huge difference makers on your fantasy team. Brian's got another question for us. I like it. What is it? Will tonight, Sunday night, game be close? Right. Score predictions, player of the game. Mm. Well, first off, I'm going to tell you right now, I do believe um, the Raiders are going to win by at least 10 to 14 points. I think the Raiders do somewhat run away with this. Um, On top of that, I think player of the game is probably going to be Mr. Derek Carr. You know what, Ted? I think think it's going to be – Bit of a shootout. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think. Like I said, I think the Raiders' defense and their running game just a, just enough given yeah. that edge. I think they're going to win about at least two scores. Uh, you're, oh, I, you're saying more than 14 points? I, I think they'll win by at least two scores. Gotcha. Be, be at least wow. be at least 14 points. I think. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, player of the game. You know, I'm I'm kind of leery to say that it's going to be Derek Carr, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, uh, because I, you're I, a Texas Tech grad and you want it to be Crabtree. No, honestly, <laughs> honestly. If you look at the way Amari Cooper's been playing, I think Amari Cooper could have a big day today. Well, last week he had a pretty much a goose egg. He did. Um, because but, he was being double covered. But he, he was. But I'm thinking about the fact that uh, Norman's not playing. He's not? No. Mm. Uh, you know, Austin Austin said today that he's not playing today. Wow. Uh, so I'm thinking, who's going to cover Amari Cooper today? Two guys. Uh, two guys play. that are probably not going to be able, be able to cover him. So. No. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I think um, I think you know Amari Cooper could be poised to have a good day. I think Crabtree could have a good day, but Crabtree's consistently yeah. performed. Uh, but keep an eye on keep an eye on Amari Cooper because he might might have he might be due for a big day today. I think I think I'm opposite for you or with I'm opposite to you with receivers with Amari. With Amari you think yeah. it's gonna be Crabtree? I think it's Crabtree that goes off again. You think? I do. I yeah, you were I, just I, talking I about really the hot think, hand, and you know, I, I really don't think I don't really wouldn't consider Crabtree having a good game going off for him because he's been consistently, you know, the mm-hmm. leading catcher for the yeah. team, you know, getting more receptions. receptions. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, I think today Amari Cooper will have a much better game than he did last week, I think. I think he's poised to have a better game. I know Mar- Amari Cooper owners hope so. Uh, so I think that's that's definitely uh, something to look at. I, I honestly think it's going to be a good day for the Raiders offense. Just yeah, in general. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, I think if you've got Raiders offensive players today, you're, you're going to be sitting pretty, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I'm not ready to just say that Derek Carr will be player of the game. It's a good, good chance though. Good yeah. Chance Derek Carr. I'll say it. Derek Carr. Um, number four, number four. <laughs> <laughs> Out of President's State. That's going, that's going all the way. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to say we're showing the love, but I, I, I will say we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna respect that. Well, and uh, again, the way that they're playing, we but give a non-biased, no BS filter opinion. We're gonna tell you how we feel you about know, it. Honestly, I just the way that the Redskins have played on defense, I, you know, I just don't think they can stop the Raiders today. Well, it's a bad matchup. Not even just their, their defense. It's you know their offense hasn't been clicking very well either. Well, there's that, but you know, also to me, they just don't. 
it's not just the running game. It's the fact that they don't really have that dink and dunk passing game either. Something to <laughs> slow the game down and keep the other team's well, offense off the field. And the well, defense is on the field 15, 20 minutes at a time. That's well, and what, what, were, what, were, what were we expecting before the season started out of the uh, Redskins' offense? We were expecting to see Kirk Cousins and Terrell Pryor connect a bunch. Yeah, show, show. I think that happens tonight, but it, it hasn't happened yet. I think. Well, I think they'll play well today. Yeah. Um, because the Raiders' secondary is not not really great. Right. Uh, they, you know, they played okay, but I mean, they still gave up a lot of points to the Titans. Right. I know they beat them. Sixteen, but uh, yeah, well, okay. Was it twenty or sixteen? It was sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, they still gave up, you know, some a decent amount of passing yards, though. Oh, uh, I mean, they still yeah. gave up some big plays. Um, I think, I think the Redskins will play well offensively, right. but their defense is is looking bare. Cupboard's bare. They're going to be on the field a lot. There's going to be some long drives uh, for the Raiders. They'll they'll lean on Marshawn Lynch a little bit today to wear them out, and it'll be enough. It'll right. be enough for them to win this game. Uh, if the Raiders wow. continues to play good, the game won't be close. Uh, well, Ryan, I wouldn't even say that the Raiders' defense is playing like good. They're playing well. They're, They're playing they, okay. Yeah. They're playing decent. Um I'm you know, I'm not I'm not ready to buy uh that the Raiders are are gonna blow the Redskins out. I think the Redskins offense is still good enough that they can make a game of it. I don't think that it'll be a blowout. It's possible. Um it it's well actually, you know, Ryan, it is better than last year, but last year their defense was terrible. So that's not saying a whole lot, I'm afraid to say it. Um, their defense was awful. Uh, we saw what happened last year in the playoffs when, when their car went down. They couldn't stop anything against a terrible Houston offense. I mean, Houston's offense was awful last oh, year, and they pretty much did whatever they wanted uh, against, against the Raiders. So uh, don't – I mean, it's exciting. The Raiders are playing well right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, don't count your chickens before they've hatched. Because the Raiders, they've still got a lot to prove. They've still got a tough division. They've still got to play the Chiefs twice. Um, you know, they're still going to have to play Phillip Rivers twice. Uh, and Denver Denver is looking tough right now. Uh, Trevor Simeon has played phenomenal this year yes, so far. Uh, I'm very impressed. I, I'm actually quite shocked. That's the most shocking thing to me this year so far. So far, yeah, Trevor Simeon playing uh, the way so, he's playing right now. Uh, you know, the Raiders are going to be tough to beat. They, I think they win today, but their division, it's tough. Yeah. It's a tough division. It uh, their defense is going to have to play out of their minds uh, to really win that division, I think. Sure. Well, um, I don't see anything. So, so far, that's no. about the only, uh, fan, you know, no more fantasy questions no more and fantasy, stuff. Yeah. So, listen, guys, even though we're not going to be live anymore, be, be sure to like, share this video, even comment on or send us a message about fantasy football. Any questions you have. We're more than willing to answer them. Um, we've got about 45 minutes till the show's over with, you know, to where we can stop. We're going to go ahead and cut it off, get ready for football today, guys. Yeah. It's been yep. a great day. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Um, good luck in fantasy. Again, ask us questions. We're, we have no problem helping you. Uh, thanks for the love and support. Take care, guys. Yep.